books anymore, baby. We writing them. I just let you know, because CJ get over here. You just let me know you're a clown. I'm trying to get a signal. You know, you know we go in. Yeah. Like, I don't like to be talking on mics and not know I'm recorded. You know, that's that, uh, that's that D'Angelo Russell stuff, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't do that. Yeah. And by the way, yeah, yeah, this is Villains in Vinyl. I am, I guess, one-fourth of your <laughs> host. Uh, this is CJ. I am here with... Hey! Terrence. A.K.A. Johnny Storm, A.K.A. Mr. I Don't Know Today. <laughs> oh, oh, and oh, oh, let me go ahead and make a grand entrance here. This is your boy, Quinn, oh. the third, the best, the, fuck it, I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep listing names after a while, but no, we going to do something special today. Because we got somebody here and y'all seen apparently been feeling it like really well as of lately. So let's go ahead Allow this man to reintroduce himself. New guy, fourth guy, Dabrin, call me D, it's easier. Y'all heard him last week. Forever. I was here, creeping in through the shadows in the dark, like I do. Hey, he did a Buddy Murphy. He was sitting there watching and just came up and... It's a Murphy. (laughs) My fault, it's Murphy! Murphy! God damn it. WWE ain't changing names. And as you probably can see, you know what the day is about. Yeah, so we're going to try something a little different. I know we usually do... Uh, comics, hip-hop, stuff like that. But a lot of people seem to like our wrestling takes. So we're going to do a wrestling. Right, I'm going to hand this back to you because I'm tired of standing this damn Goomba, like, dick penis. <laughs> what the? Just, no, you, you, that's yours, man. All right. To, to be fair, he's talking about a cover of Sex Criminals number 11. For our which comic book listeners. Yes. It is a non-safe-for-work cover, but it's that funny. It like a mushroom penis. <laughs> It is supposed to be cool. Look at the the cover. Oh, Oh my God. His dick is like a Goomba. Well, the thing is, the cover is actually, like I said, not safe for work, so I cannot post this. Why would you fuck a dick with teeth? Because the actual cover is supposed to, they're making fun of the Mario Brothers cover. If you look at the, Uh, it's a a play on the old Nintendo games, the cover. So, therefore, I guess they decided to make the head of the penis look like a Goomba. Shout out to Brian Lee O'Malley, who did Scott Pilgrim. (laughs) He did that cover of Sex Criminals, by the way. Alright, now back to enough about penises with teeth. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a dope horror movie, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a dope oh, horror movie. So we was like, we were going to give y'all some wrestling stuff. Y'all tend to really like hot takes. And truthfully, there's been a lot going on uh, that, it's been a week. that has both encouraged fans of wrestling and pissed all fans of wrestling. There's a reason why we got drinks right now. Yeah, so we're going to save the pissed off part, I think, for later. It's been, you said a week, it's been four days. Yeah. <laughs> it's been four days. That is true, it's only been four days. But let's let's start off on kind of a positive note, right? Because I believe in positive vibes. All right, New Day. And so, that's right. One of the best tag teams of the past. Decade? I say Century. Ooh, oh. no. Ooh, where would you put them at? Where do you put them in the top? Are you we'll the top 10? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that, we'll okay, but that one of the best tag teams of the past century. No, no, give it to starts with 2000. No. All right, all right. Just briefly, I'm going to agree with them because these cats, they all came from literally being. Yeah, you got to think about it. No, you know? no, I don't but, disagree. But let's start with positive. Let's talk about AEW. 
Right? Revolution was off the chain. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't watch. I just saw the highlights, but them highlights were crazy. Yeah, I, I watched some of the matches. I'm not going to say I watched the whole pay-per-view. Uh, I will say that tag match with the Young Bucks versus Kenny. Man, that might be top five match of the year so far. And the only reason I'm not saying match of the year is because I don't believe in hyperbole. <laughs> you so, ain't Dave Meltzer. <laughs> uh, I don't believe he's going off and saying it, so I, I have to think about it. But I think, Quinn, you were talking about the green psychology of that actual Oh, yeah, no, like, Hangman Page, because that's the thing. Like, all of them cats, they they work together for so long, but you see it play out so well, the tension and everything. Because even seeing a Hangman Page at a post, like, after the match, you see him step out of the ring, and he's sitting over on the apron. And you, you get this whole feeling like, you know, either the Bucks and Kenny are going to turn on them, or something's going to happen. But then they play it out cool. You don't see a turn between it. Because during the whole match, they were working the fuck out of it. Like, they, like it was going to happen. There's just the amount of psychology in that match. And the feud in general just has some of the best build and some of the smallest best moments that I've seen in wrestling in so long. Um, and I'm not actually a big Young Bucks fan. I think they do a lot. It's a lot of fun to watch. But I like my wrestling to feel a little bit more like wrestling and less like choreographed. They were grounded as fuck with this match, though. This match was great. They they take nothing away from them. They're phenomenal wrestlers, and they're great at what they do. But this was less of what they typically do and much more ring psychology, a much more ground game. When they got so mad at Hangman Page after the the spitting incident back and forth, when I want to say Matt, um... And they beat Omega like they didn't like him because they were so mad at the situation. So then at the end, there was the moment where Omega, like, didn't really want to reconcile. But, like, he kind of thought it through. And they're like, okay, we are boys. But, like, that was a little bit rough. Uh, Like, like, I get it. Like, you know, you're trying to win and everything. But that was a little aggressive. Like, (laughs) you know, through friendship standing in, Hangman Page went on the background like, are we leaving? I mean, leave it, let's, like, let's go. And it's going to be interesting because there's just so many ways they can go with this. Like, you could have the Omega turn where he actually signs with Hangman Page against yeah. the Young Bucks for real. You could have the Young Bucks go all the way off the deep end since Kenny is halfway in, halfway out and have them turn on Kenny. Like, there's just so many things you can do outside of what's probably the inevitable of Hangman turning on Omega. Yeah. But you don't have to do that. And you'll be justified in doing any of those other things. It'll look great either way. But who would you have turn or who will be heel face? Because I feel like they could go either way. Both of those cats go either way. Like, Hangman could get fan, be a fan favorite off the beer drinking. At the same time, he could be a heel if I don't deal with this bullshit. Same with Kenny Omega. We seen him in the exactly. Bullet Club and the Elite. I actually, I, remember my, I was thinking that it was going to be a turn. But I actually think somehow that Hangman might end up aligning with the um, young bucks in a weird way. You never know. Like it's like you said that that story. I guess because of slow build. Yeah, it's like you said. It's creating a lot of opportunities. My only thing from when I saw the highlights and I did go back and look at that match, which I told you off gate. While they were dope and you got the crowd in, I almost felt like it was way too many near falls. Just a little bit. I mean, I get a twist. Every every near fall was. <gasps> 
So, well, I mean, that's an AEW thing. Well, and then, you know, these cats come from, like, the Japan, like, the New Japan, like, uh, background. So, they're used to the whole keeping the crowd invested. So, that means, you know, it's got to be a, oh, he kicked out of this. Like, you know, but that's his, that's his finisher right there. Like, right now, I feel like every great AEW match is, like, five to seven minutes too long. But outside of like a Cody match, but that's he wrestles a completely different style than pretty much everybody else in AEW right now, uh, just with the over dramatic things he does for for the performance. Still the WWE influence. Let's be real. It's, about. It's, it is, it's, but it's like real old school too. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't watched a lot of like uh, NWA or anything, but I guess it has nuances and things like that. Just in ring work, good reasons for rest holds, things like that. Yeah, because he definitely put it all out on the line, like with that, like with that, you know, doing dynamite when he came off the cage. Mm. I I was actually legitimately worried. That that kind of oh, gave geez. me flash. That gave me flashbacks to when Foley went off the cage. Yeah, because anybody when you go up that high and then you come down that hard, there's a lot of variables. And to be able to still wrestle that same weekend. You know, and I like the fact that they had him lose, too, to going back to Revolution, to MJF. And I like the fact that they're not putting everybody in the elite over at once. Like, because it would be tempting just to be like, hey, these are our main stars. These are the people who everybody knows about. Let's kind of put them over. It made made sense to have Jericho get the belt for as long as he did. And then it made sense for him to lose to Moxley, who's not technically an elite member, right? Because that way you can put, I feel like you can plug Cody into the title at any time you want to. Yeah, anytime. Well, I mean, the cool thing about it, too, was uh, Jericho, like, uh, recently, a little sound, like a little, you know, blur from Jericho. Jericho was like, here's the thing. Here's the thing about being the top guy in there, you know? You're not, it's not just you. You know, being the top guy in, like, a company, you bring everybody up to where they're the top guys. And the fact that Jericho has spoken highly, like, he even it said, he was like, yeah, no, Moxley, like, he miles away from where he was in WWE because this is that guy feeling happy. This is that guy knowing what he's doing and enjoying what he's doing. And you can tell he enjoys what he's doing in AEW. I mean, oh yeah, he looks free. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's a spirited performance. Well, like, and yeah. even then, like you see him be a lot of it, a lot of himself. Even in like you know, because after that match, you know, he just went out. And he was just like he was speaking from like the, the yeah, that was off, off the, the cuff. cuff. That was off the cuff. Like you, you, at the end. and you wouldn't be allowed to do something like in WWE. You wouldn't be allowed to just come out and say something like that. I mean, granted, recently with Drew McIntyre. But that's because McIntyre legitimately didn't know he was going to be where he was now compared yeah. to how hard he had to work to get there. But Revolution, you know, the the card, um, I don't have it written down in front of me exactly of how it listed, but I believe the first match on the card was the... Um, no, it wasn't the... No, 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 no. I it think was, it was the... Was uh, Spanish uh, no, it was versus... D- Dustin, it was Dustin Rhodes. Versus, I, uh, no, I thought it was SCU versus you're right. yeah, the Dark Order. SCU versus uh, the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it was which, Jake Hager. Which SCU won. Uh, SCU won. Uh, Cole Cabana's back uh, in wrestling. He's in AEW, I guess. That's nice to see him. Uh, last I heard about him was the lawsuit with CM Punk. Which is doing things. But I wonder what they're going to. And this is where I do get kind of worried. 
I don't think their roster should be that deep right now. No. Unless we're talking, unless they're looking at a second show, which I know there's been rumors about that possibly happening in that new deal with TNT or whatever. But unless you're looking at that, I feel like your roster's already deep enough. Yeah. You need to worry about building those stars because you don't want to run into, and I I hate to keep comparing them to WWE, but you don't want to run into that problem where you just have too much talent, particularly for them because they only have one show and two belts, really. The the Dynamite show or the... Yeah, because they're dark. Yeah, because they're dark. They're AEW dark. So they have have three hours of television a week, essentially. Uh, But I think they can fill that, though, with their roster. They can fill it with the roster they had. They don't need more, but... You know. And I don't think Colt signed a long term deal. No, I think he's I think it's a deal with I think he like he still gets to work with other organizations and stuff. Many appearances. Yeah. Come on, because they only have two belts. Well three I wanna yeah. just count the women's belt. So they have three. three belts. So which is which yeah, I think is good. Team. Yeah, because they got the tag team, the women's, and then the Yeah, they don't have a mid card Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah, have and one. it might be something they're gonna have to consider. Well, I mean, they got the ring. They got the ring. Well, I mean, considering now, they got the ring. Yeah, considering now with the majority of talent that they that they have, like I feel like with somebody like uh, and this dude is definitely another one that's come a long way from his WWE roots. Uh, like uh, like uh, Pop, like he definitely has become like a better product, like just in AEW. We saw it in WWE with this. King of the Cruiserweights thing. Mm, um, yeah. He was, it was the closest WWE let him get to what we see now, yeah. uh, which is a, a great evil little heel character. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and that's the thing I think I, I will give AEW props. That's not to say they're perfect. I think, like you all said, their matches tend to run a little too long. They could, I think they need to find a medium style between the more grounded of the WWE and some of their higher flying spots. I think there's, I don't think you need to go totally WWE style because there's a reason why you are AEW, but I do think they need to ground themselves just a tad bit and not be so spot heavy with their matches. But the one thing I will say is you can tell the wrestlers are enjoying it yeah. when oh, you yeah. watch the product. You can legit say, man, they're having a good time. And they're allowing their characters to be their characters. Like, even though I do think they probably could use maybe some more promo help work, right. maybe. I think they tell enough of a story, particularly through physical storytelling. Yeah, they don't rely very much on promos. Yeah. So. Where you see, like Cody well, and MJF. Because, uh, cause, yeah, I, I, I recall like, recently uh, Moxie did a thing where he was just like, yeah, you know, like a year ago Cody called me up and was like, hey, look. Let's bring wrestling back. Let's bring pro wrestling back. No bullshit, like, you know, scripted stuff. Let's do the damn thing. And I feel like they're getting to that, but they still got to find their legs when it comes to really, really committing to, like, these long-term feuds. Because a lot of it is you're following it from one wrestler to the other Mm -hmm. weekly, and that's good, but there still needs to be a little bit more, though. Yeah, get there. I have faith they'll get there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think for it not to even be a year yet, you know, for their TV debut, I think they are really doing a good job. And I think part of that comes from the fact that you do got a lot of people backstage that are from both the WCW and WWE Mm -hmm. and NWA, old school, 
school of thought to where you could combine that with some of their new thinking because you still got to attract it's you like, know. but that thought process isn't in control yeah that process is helping a new age thought process yeah because yeah, i mean you got you got, you got arn and then arn is definitely you know i'm biased but arn anderson is definitely like contributing a lot to really yeah. like he's hey, old look. school yeah and you got billy gunn who he knows the WWE stuff but he's been like hey look Here's how we really build up some of this talent, too. Yeah. So, yeah, they got the people to really help things move around, and I'm liking that they're not forcing it. Mm. Uh, the second match was the Sammy Guevara oh. and Darby Allen, oh. which was a match. <laughs> and I think they're doing a good job of building those two up, too. Mm-hmm. And, I think, and I think that shows something we'll get into later. And how one company can build up their stars. Because I think they're building them up to eventually be either up or mid-card for whenever they get that belt. Or possibly challengers for the main event. Spanish God's future star, man. I told him that when I was yeah, like this. But I don't know what it is. Like, I think they... He's lost more than he's won. He has. But he's looked strong in every one. They, but I don't think they should let him keep losing. That was my first thought when I, when I told you that when we was watching our lives. Yo, his, it's crisp. Darby Allen's a star too. Don't get twisted. I yeah, need to watch more Darby, but the eye test of just seeing the Spanish, like I have a problem calling him the Spanish God. That's why I'm just but like, yo, this kid is about to be nice, but, but yo. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. What's beautiful about it is like this is the next generation right here, really getting to showcase mm-hmm. off what they can do on a bigger platform because so many of these guys, like, like, like they started in the Indies where you know it wasn't the internet following that it was. It was you had to know about this person and then yeah, you knew someone who managed to like get a couple like uh video YouTube videos of like the show. But these cats, they're now allowing they're allowed to do that shit on cable and on pay per view and still having like fight T V and shit like that spread it around. Oh no, no that I'll I'll say this now. Like those two definitely are on the up and up. Like, they're a part of that new, like, you know, push for a lot of younger talent to really showcase. They can kill it, just like, you know, any of the top, like, people. And having those two in a match, yeah. Hopefully, they don't die, but, you know. Yeah, I mean. Because <laughs> that match was brutal. That is another thing about AEW is they have a very... I don't want to say reckless because I feel like everybody knows what they're doing. But there's just such a small room for error in the Mm. things they are doing um, that there's just a a high degree of difficulty and a high degree of risk involved in most of their matches. Absolutely. And I think you're right. That's why I was saying, like, because they're spot heavy, and I don't know how they will recover from injury, right? I think no matter what you think about WWE, when they get an injury, because they do have such a deep roster, they can kind of end up in WWE matters. They can tell one story from one week to the next. Whereas with AEW, I think they've been working on such long-form storytelling. Like if Moxley would have got hurt before the match, I don't know how they (laughs) recover in time. So you're right, with Darby Allin and them, that does concern me, but I also understand they're also young. So yeah, they are they're at the they're at the time where they're gonna be like, hey, why we can do this? Might as well do it. Yeah, and I mean, but you don't want to lose like you know somebody that's like got a good good like you know momentum. 
and then boom, they fuck it up in a match yeah. on like you know like a dynamite. But in all fairness, also this is an argument with NXT. Yeah. Because they wrestle a very similar, aggressive, fast-paced, risky style. But I feel like AEW is a little bit more spot-heavy, where their spots are a little bit more dangerous. I will say... Or risk for injury. This is the first AEW pay-per-view I paid real attention to. So I'll say, on TV, absolutely. NXT's not nearly this bad. But when it comes to... Takeovers versus what I've seen from AEW, it's relatively <coughs> accurate. Like when Tommaso Ciampa gave Adam Cole his, you know, behind the back, yeah. uh, like neck breaker from the top of the cage to the table. I was like, that's a little risky. It's yeah. uh, risky. No, you're fine. That's fair. And I do think, yeah, you're right. I think AEW. I think they'll learn. And I think part of that with them being young is. To be fair, we don't know, unless you've watched them in the indies, in which case I plead ignorance, how good they are without doing that. Yeah. Yet, right? Maybe this is the way they know storytelling. So maybe they have to, you know, learn on the fly how to do more grounded. I will say from what I know of the indies, there's not a lot of promos happening. Yeah. So most storytelling is physical storytelling, which they do excel at. So. And it's going to take some time for them because... This is their first time on national TV. Yeah, TV got to talk. Yeah, you got to talk at least a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of, like, you know, the TV thing, because, yeah, they just recently announced after, like, Revolution, they're doing, on Dynamite, they're doing, if some of y'all listeners, like, right now, like, old school, y'all know about War Games. Like, they're doing two cages. Two cages, just two rings. Like, they're doing uh, the two rings, and a big ass fucking cage match, like a like setup. So <coughs> I mean, AEW's really, really trying to bring the old with the new. So we'll see where this goes. Well, I think they're taking their risk, right? And I think you have a lot of people, like you said, who love wrestling. And I think it makes sense, right? That sometimes you don't have to do it every week, but they're consistently putting forth yeah. matches that would be on the pay per view, like yeah. Cody versus Wardlow and that still cage match. <coughs> it's absolutely a match that WWE or any other wrestling company, to be fair, would have put on Revolution to build for MJF versus Cody for the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Whereas they're like, you know what? We're going to give you this match on TV. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page in any match is a pay-per-view match. <laughs> but they're like, let's give you our stars on TV. Yep. Which makes you, when you're debating, if we're talking ratings war, which one to watch. I'm going to lean towards AEW. Not that NXT is bad. That's the best product WWE has right now. Uh, it's because I feel with AEW, you're going to get consistently more high-quality, <coughs> pay-per-view-worthy matches on a week-in, week-out basis. That's fair. That's very fair. Because NXT, to be fair, great product. But I think they're paper, they're more paper they follow more the WWE model where the matches I really want to see are either not told well like I think like that Charlotte versus Bianca match or yeah. <laughs> they're on the pay per view and yeah. to be fair I don't know who to blame for that match we'll get back to that but like so that's kind of the difference yeah and and, and like I said you know they 
They definitely are mixing the old and the new, and we'll see where that goes because, you know, you got a lot of people that really, like, who are just like, all right, hey, so we we have this history in wrestling, and we want to push this new product and kind of really see where it goes. And, yeah, no, I feel like Cody and, and everybody are on to something. But, yeah, we got to definitely talk about the elephant in the room, like, you know, jump to the WWE side, NXT. NXT, they've been doing a lot of stuff to try to stay on par with AEW. Yeah, they've they've done pretty well, but NXT's always been a good show for a pretty long time now. I mean, that's the best. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, we're being honest. That's the best property WWE has Mm -hmm. right now. Raw's been good recently, but it's WrestleMania build season, so. Yeah, I don't trust anything on the main, like, WWE and SmackDown until it's yeah. good after WrestleMania. Yep. Because yeah. the WWE usually... Prove to me then. Yeah, usually can build to WrestleMania with the exception of this past week. They usually can build to WrestleMania yeah, pretty we'll, we'll solidly. Get the, we'll oh. get to the Yeah. Because, we'll I mean, to be fair, last year they did Kofi Mania on the fly, and it was awesome. Awesome. Right? right? Well. So, even though they didn't plan on it, I give credit where credit is due. When it comes to WrestleMania... They can build towards it. The Edge, Randy Orton stuff is made for WrestleMania. And they have built it perfectly while protecting Edge at the same and making Randy probably your best heel in the company right now. In my my (laughs) like like might be one of your best wrestlers. Period. Well, I feel like Ra- I feel like face. I feel like Randy just wears that well enough to the point where he doesn't have to do shit. Like Randy knows when he goes out that it's time to go to work. And when they were like, when Edge came back, everyone was like, "Oh, uh, rated RKO, okay, okay." Wrong. And with them like just completely going, "All right, fuck it, we going all out." Like this, is my man's last ride, and I'm gonna make it worth it. But also, you are gonna see some quality Randy Orton. And this is my thing. I'm not the biggest fan of Randy Orton, but this is the one time he he's done enough character work to where he doesn't have to give an explanation. Like I don't, I didn't know why Randy's crazy. That's why. That's the answer. He wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you all are waiting for him to go ahead and just um, RKO Beth Phoenix Monday. Yeah. <laughs> like. You know that's what they bought it in for. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like Randy's just in the locker room. They ain't even got him on a mat like, on on a match. Randy's just wearing his gear. I'm going to go out there and just beat up Dominic stuff. But <laughs> Randy Orton, I can do what I want. And he has a history of violence. Yep. Like, he has a, a long history, history of violence. So, like, when they, like, usually when the WWE doesn't have to explain themselves, you're like, oh, come on. But with this, you're like... With Randy, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to talk. You got the RK, you got the history of them as a tag team, and you just got Randy Orton. That's all you need. And you got Edge on the other side, who arguably is just as conniving. yeah. <laughs> In all fairness, Edge did throw Randy Orton out. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, Randy was about to RKO. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what, what he so well, did. Though. Because Edge saw him. So, and that's the interesting thing is you got Edge as the babyface, but Edge is just as conniving. Well, you got you got you got like the 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 like you know the opportunist. And then you got All the Vipers. Yeah, like you got these two that they know each other well enough, but who's going to pull the trigger and backstab the other? And having them go in, having Edge been out, how long was Edge out? Like, who? Like, he Nine was out for years. Yeah, he was out for a minute. So having him come back 
and them them retreading with the whole oh y'all were boys at one point but y'all both y'all both willing to fuck each other over and to be fair with Edge if you're gonna put him in someone's hands outside of maybe of AJ Styles you want him working with Randy Orton given his actual uh, yeah Yeah. like Randy's gonna make sure you get home like because he's not gonna take any unwarranted risk nope <laughs> yeah, Randy will, Randy will protect you to get that money. Yeah. But if you talk shit, he will whoop your ass in the parking lot. <laughs> that's also fair. Yeah, that's all. Um, so, Revolution, that third match on the card. Yeah, I'm about to say, hold on. Tag team match. Oh, oh, wow. I thought we jumped over to the WWE. No, side. that's what I'm about to say. Like, yo, I'm about to quit. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to say something about Jake Hager just to get his back. I'm going to keep you on tap. Oh, okay. Right. Remember powers. The shadows are here. Okay, all right. Well, man, I'm sorry, I, I just kept trying to... I, the, the Saudi Arabia shit still got me fucked up. Yeah, we'll get... We, we're going to get to it. Okay, well, yeah, that's we're well, well, foreshadowing well, for that well, one. Uh, that third match, it's uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks. Realistically, if you haven't seen it, find it. Yeah. Go watch it. You got to experience it. The in-ring psychology, it's... It's top-notch. It's, and I think you can watch it without having watched it before. Yep. Right? Yep. Like, I think if you watch AEW, you get a little bit more of it. But if you haven't watched AEW, you just want to see a good match, you can go in there and watch it and you'll get the story. Yep. The, the yeah, story they tell. They, they tell stories in the ring. Yeah. So you get the just You can feel the vibe the whole time the match is out. The Young Bucks like Kenny Omega. They don't like Hangman Page. You think Kenny Omega and Hangman Page kind of like each other, but you're not even super sure. So, yeah, and it's great, man. And they, and those are four people at the top of their game. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're just, they're four people at the top of their actual game. And, and it's it's enough, enough good things cannot be said. We can spend the whole podcast talking about oh, that. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, like, yeah, and, and, and Hangman Page, goddamn, one of the few people where it's like, motherfucker, that one lariat arm is bigger than the other arm. Yep. Because you use that shit so goddamn often. They all, all the four of them really can't go in the ring. Yeah, they and, and it's really good and it's go. good seeing people that know each other well enough to be yep. able to put on good matches and still have the fans enjoy it. And for Hangman Page to actually be the one to pick up the pinfall. Yeah, because for a while you remember uh, he had his injury and then they were ha- they did a lot of shit where they were trying to build him up and I feel like yeah I know Hangman's finally getting a piece of the pie like with this one. Well, I mean, Hangman is great. That's the thing. They and this is the issue that, that I don't know how they're gonna solve. They have theoretically six people that can have that belt. Yep. Any given time. At any given time. But which is a good problem to have. But they're having fun with utilizing them in other ways because we know the obvious choices are who to go after with how the size of AEW. But they're going okay. We'll focus on this story for the title chase. And we'll allow these guys to do the tag scene. And the young boys being tagged like, you know, wrestlers, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like, I like the fact that young bugs don't have the title yet. I know. I, 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 I love the fact that they don't have it yet. I think that's smart booking. I love the fact that Cody doesn't have the overall belt yet. Like, I like the fact that they're possibly two top acts. Yeah. Don't have belts. <laughs> they're just... Yeah. Out here doing other storylines. I like the fact that they put MJF and Cody into that match earlier rather than later. I think they're hitting a lot of the good story beats. They're timing it just right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, what was the women's match? Because I next. Didn't... Yes. Okay. Yes. It was a uh, Chris Statlander, uh, the alien versus uh, Native Beast Nyla Rose. I like Nyla. I like Nyla too. Yeah. No, Nyla like. Now, I, I'll say this: I'm a sucker for like a good, you know, just monster female. I here. like a good, mean monster female wrestler. And she and she does it like she does it because Kong, like I followed her like all the way through. They have they have her side. Have, I was about to say they haven't even used Kong that much. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping she gets fine. She gets to get in the mix on this one, but yeah, no Rose. God damn, like she got talent. She got talent to the point of where. Just if people can stay off of the bullshit that's on social media, let her wrestle. Let her wrestle and just do her thing. One by Beast Bomb off the second rope. Oh. And I like their women's division too. Yeah. I, I like they they got a pretty sound women's division. They gotta figure out how to use them better. They yeah, because yeah, they got fair. so much talent that like his could put on a good show, but you know, you're not seeing them in like the big matches. A lot of talent over there, but like I know like four of them. But I think that's the problem of, to be fair, only having one show. Yep. Yeah. I think I think that's the issue that they're gonna face because their roster, like we were saying, is good and is deep, but they only have one show. Yeah, and you can. Only... I mean, I guess you have a the dark, but I don't. It's only three hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's but you, three hours. Yeah, but you can only do with so much. With the whole, okay, so we got, like, this person we want to bring. So they said they would do the rotating, rotating roster, but it's proven to be a little problematic in that, yeah, if this person's getting over, you, you've been seeing them for, like, three straight weeks now because they have been the only one that, like, people have tuned into. Yeah. So where does it put everyone else, you know? Yeah. Because I, I don't think you need more titles. I just think you need maybe another TV show. Yeah. You can still have the same number of titles. You don't need to do any, like, this TV. I, I think they they will inevitably need a mid-card title. Yeah. They I don't need it yet. Yeah. They, they don't, don't need, need it yet. But, but they will need it. And it'll be interesting to see how they introduce it. Yeah. Like, honestly, I can see Cody winning that. I can see Cody. Yeah, I can see... Darby Allen or Sammy Guevara winning. Oh, I could see Pac winning that too. I could also see uh, Pac winning. That. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's the thing. That's what happened. So many of them is because it's like, all right, well, Pac like, is bred for to dominate a mid card title. Yeah, he is made to dominate a mid card title. Like you could put a title on him, but you wouldn't want to be champion too too long because there's just too many variables. He is relatively small. Um... He's a great wrestler, but, like, there's going to be people that he just can't move like he likes to move people. And he sells moves too well, so sometimes it's going to be real strange to see him kick out. Um, but he, I think he just he's built for to hold a mid-card title for way too long. Was that the next match on the card? No. What no the next match is actually uh, Cody and MJF. Okay, so let's talk about that. Y'all want to talk about his neck tattoo? You want to talk about... neck tattoo. I think it's a win. Yeah, well, uh, I, uh, yeah, I read a little thing um, like online that like, because uh, they interviewed Brian Pillman Jr. And Pillman like, Jr. was just like, you know, look at it like this. Cody got that tattoo to show everybody that he's fully committed to it. And, you know, I... I, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Cody got that neck tattoo because he's North Carolina born and bred, baby. <laughs> no. But you ain't got no neck tattoo. Real reason. <laughs> you got no neck tattoo. 
He got that tattoo. Oh, I have a neck tattoo if I didn't have a job. Hey, shut your ass up, South Carolina. To be fair. Like, if I didn't have to worry about corporate America, I have a neck tattoo. You best believe. I might not have a face one. Man, you have a damn neck tattoo with like a picture of Mike Coulter on there in South Carolina. I have a neck tattoo. Oh, yeah. First off, first off, bro, don't come to South Carolina. No, no, you always gloating like on the show. No, that's what we do. We got one of the best players in the NBA as a rookie, but we ain't gonna get to. I'm not saying no South Star. That's South Carolina. Zion Williams. Inner Carolina beef they have here. Me, there's no beef when you're the best, bro. Back to the matchup. But yeah, no, because you live in North Carolina. But back to the matchup. The real reason he got that is because. Brandy Rose hit them the light. <laughs> how was how was the match? The match was good though. They're like great. I think MJF could use some work. He's got heel potential. Like he can draw he can draw that shit out. But of he him. I think Cody helped him out a lot in that match too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Cody's uh, he's very good at what he does. Yeah, and he, he likes putting good, he, but he's, he likes putting people over because he's a decent guy. Like, he, he's good about it when it's I do think MJF needed that win more than yeah. what he did. And to be, and I know we were joking about Brandy, but to be fair, I like what she adds to the match, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, because it's rare when you have a babyface manager that, I don't want to say interferes, but defends herself, <laughs> particularly as much as she does. Yeah. Which I kind of like. Is she, I, I is like she a babyface? Because she was a heel ago and so, he was a babyface. She was a heel because she was running the Nightmare Collective. Okay, I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say this now real quick in defense of the Nightmare Collective. If you would have stuck with it, it could have went somewhere a little bit better. It was a little rough around edges and I respect your decision to drop it. But people still remember it and people are still wanting to see where it's going to go. Like you don't build, you don't put together that talent like that. Especially Awesome Kong, which by the way, you know, that's my girl. I don't know if she's injured or if she's filming or what she's doing. No, she is filming. Okay. She's filming for Glow the next season. They wrote her off with her her attack that when they broke up the Nightmare Collective. I just um, want to see you kill it in there again. She's going to. But Brandy was a heel, and then she, this MJF thing brought her into being a face. Because during the whipping thing, she came out and was like, you know, it's still her husband. People know that. So... Yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, you, it's hard for her to be a heel when her husband's the most over baby face in the company. Yeah. You might make the argument the whole most over baby face in all of wrestling. Right now? Very much so. Yeah, I mean, you can make that argument and be legit. I don't think there's a more over baby face. I mean, I imagine it's debatable, but it would I mean, debatable. have to debate it. And I think Cody goes in winning. Like, he yeah. goes in on a higher rating with those Maybe people. Keith Lee, but that's Maybe. not it. Yeah. But on a much smaller scale. Yeah, yeah. NXT yeah. Black Goku, like, he is way over. So, but yeah, that match was good. I, I liked it, and like you said, I think MJF needed that win more. I think I think Cody can lose him. Yeah, yeah he he's bulletproof right he now. lose probably the majority of this year. Yeah. Oh, this is the next best over babyface, but that's another subject. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Next back's over baby face is probably in this match. Orange Cassidy versus oh, yeah, That's my dude. Oh. That's my dude, Orange, yo. That's my dude, yo. Especially 
I did not expect guy. to. That gimmick is so stupid, and I, I love it. it. I was like, I did not expect to like no, it. No, I, no, every no, time see, I see him get a ring, that's just, the power of citrus guy, right there. <laughs> yes. so they cut you off guard. Like or, he hit you with just that right amount, and I will say this match, like it was. I'm. This is my favorite yeah. match of the night. That shit was fun. Um, Orange Cassidy started the match with his hands in his pockets, and the move set he pulled off with his hands in his pockets is very impressive. Pac does win this match, taps him out to the brutalizer. Um, but the fact that we got to actually see Orange Cassidy wrestle was great. Uh, and the fact that he just chilled with his hands in his pockets, like one yeah. of those old school action heroes that don't need any help whatsoever, that could just beat you at all times. He started with his glasses on. Yeah, I mean he's he's, he's a too, too cool. Yeah, he's too he's cool. Too cool. <laughs> his character would never work anywhere else. But, Nowhere else. Uh, but <laughs> right there, it is perfect. Yeah. It suits everything you could want for. And I like the fact that, like you said, I like the fact that Pac won. I don't think. Orange is hurt by it because no, I think no. I think what helped is that a lot of people actually saw Orange put in a good match, was a which was what the question mark. He was in a damn commercial promoting like a, on TNT promoting Dynamite. Oh no, he doing everything like yeah. right. Like he he knows yeah. like he is hot. Like if TNT is like all right, no, if y'all gonna market like wrestling, put this motherfucker's face on it. Yeah, we like him. Yeah, and I mean, I think you're seeing the emergence of stars, right? I think you're, and that's always a beautiful thing to see, is to see the people who you think are going to be the stars of tomorrow as their button. And I think Orange Cassidy is definitely one of them. Because the other underlying point of the match is he didn't try for all of it. And when he did try, he was pretty dominant. Yeah, like, it it, it was, it's compared, like, it's comparison to like Roman when Roman did that shit or he came out to those boobs and the fact that he was able to know that he had that crowd right there and amp it up you know and do whatever the hell he wants Orange Cassidy no he walks out there regardless of just seeing a, a random video of him Orange Cassidy knows what he's doing and he yes. knows when to like pull the trigger and when it came to like that match Seeing him go off like that, I had cats like online going, man, I didn't know he could wrestle. And it's like, but you didn't peep any of his other videos. So I actually did uh, do some scouting on Orange Cassidy in the Indies just to kind of see what it was all about. And he can go. I do feel like we're in the era where if you can't go, you don't really have a place. Spectacular and everything else. Yeah. There's a limit. Um, yeah, because that's your ceiling is much lower because everyone can wrestle these days. But I think that's MJF. I don't think I don't know. If I I love the top the to go back to the previous match for a second, just for a quick second. I don't think MJF. I don't say I'm not gonna say he's bad. I'm not gonna be disrespectful. Hold on, real quick. I want to start a segment. It's gonna be called CJ's unpopular opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's a great. I think he's mid's like. But I don't think the Miz is a bad wrestler. What? No, but 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 I don't think he's a great wrestler either. Is what I'm saying. But where he's so good at everything else, like I'm not dying uh, to uh, see an MJF oh, so Iron Man match. So you're you saying, saying? So you're saying he's like he's like you know the Miz is Mountain Dew, and then he's like Mountain Dew like you know Zero Sugar. 
But I feel like he could be Cherry Mountain arguments. Dude with wrestling. You know? I hate his arguments because they're so hard to debate. <laughs> but like, you still don't feel <laughs> like he's right. <laughs> I just don't see him going like. Do I think MJ can wrestle? Absolutely. Do I think he can do physical storytelling? Absolutely. But I am not looking for him. Like, if there was an Iron Man match, I would want to see him in it. You know, and that's what I'm saying. He's great at talking. And, and that's why I bring it back to Orange Cassidy. I think that's why it was important for him to do this match because a lot of people don't watch the indies like that. They're watching this pay-per-view for the first time. And I think Revolution is one of the first... Ch- I know they've had other pay-per-views since they've been on TNT, but I think this was probably their biggest one to date. And so I think this gave Orange Cassidy a stage. And I think overall for these particular performers, even MJF included... I think they put over everybody exactly how it, I think it was booked right. And I know we still got a couple uh, more matches to go, but I do think it was booked right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. Like, I, I'll i say this, you know, like a lot of these guys, like, coming from the Indies or just literally building these personas, you got a lot of real cool stuff. And, yeah, with Orange Cassidy, like, doing his thing, yeah, there's other cats out there that are definitely amping it up and doing stuff. I feel like this is time for wrestlers to be creative. Like, if you're not really, if you're on the cusp of getting into the big leagues. Like, uh, there's a guy, Leroy Green. Leroy Green, like, would do his matches playing the Switch. Hmm. But, like, he would do his moves while playing Switch during the match. And, yeah, so I, I think they're getting creative. Like, they definitely are. And yeah, seeing somebody like Orange Cassidy take off as well as he did, because I saw, I, I, I'll be honest, I saw his first couple, and I was like, okay, yeah, this dude's doing this gimmick. But now, oh no, you undeniable. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And the thing about this gimmick that's going to be interesting to see is how they use it Yeah, to get wins, right? Because the people who he win over, you're, accept- you're saying like he didn't really have to try to beat you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they schedule his wins. So. I don't expect him to win that frequently. Also, I don't expect him to wrestle. I mean, this is his first match we, he's had. Yeah. Um. So I don't I don't expect to see him wrestle too frequently. But he doesn't need very many wins. Um, I think he'll get, I think all his wins will be pretty high profile. Uh, because it's the fact that he tried for a he gave it enough to beat you because mm-hmm. he could always do this. He just, it's really hard for him to motivate himself to actually do it. Arch Cassidy's anime logic. Like, yeah, <laughs> like really. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he could be a historically great wrestler and have zero titles. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Goku took some L's in Dragon Ball Z. Uh, but here we stand with more series about him. Yep. So. Okay. And actually, that brings us to our last match, which is uh, Chris Jericho and John Moxley. We didn't talk. No, we didn't talk about Hager versus Goldust. Yeah, we did. Did we? No, we didn't. We we didn't bring it up in order. We yeah. Kind of, before uh, we started doing the order, so do y'all want to talk about real quick? I said Goldust. My fault. Dustin. Yeah. Rhodes. So, all right, real quick before we get to the main event, what are your thoughts on Jack Hager's first match? Uh, I would have. Really appreciated if he added anything to his moveset that I didn't already see him do in WWE. Um, but do what you're good at, I guess. 
And plus, he's also an MMA fighter, too. Yeah. So, I feel like he's not going to take too many chances. In the but ring. he also... Never lands the bomb. He, just... <laughs> he never... So come on. How about promotions? I on him as a wrestler. Um, I think it was great for his career that he won that first match. Uh, we are going to just ignore that he got disqualified in the second one for low blows. But, sure, I don't mind his character at all. Uh, the match was what I expected, um, which is kind of carried by a 50-year-old man. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I but think it's still go. Yeah. I, I honestly just want, like, that's the thing. I wanted the, I wanted him to fully immerse into that character, like, you know. And it just kind of didn't really do it. It's like, bro, no, you really are selling this. You were selling this. And then you wrestle. And then we're disappointed. Yeah, so, uh, nothing amazing. It was fine. It was what it is. It, it broke up, up some match. No, it was actually like the second match, wasn't it? Was it before the car? Yeah, I match? think it was like the second or third, but it was early in the car. Yeah. It was there. It was fine. Yeah, I, I feel like he's not going to wrestle a lot either. No, he's not. Just because of his MMA career. Yeah. So... Okay, so not much to be said. So back to Moxley Jericho. Moxley Jericho, good match. Um, yeah. I'm fine with Moxley winning. Uh, it's a good win for him. It's a good time to do it. He's, I mean, he's fire right now. Um, I think it could have went the other way. I think it would have been perfectly acceptable if Chris Jericho didn't drop the title. Um, I think it's interesting that the inner circle went like. One and two in the night, cause mm. Hager won, but Kavara lost, and Jericho lost. So not a great night for them as a group. They've been taking some L's lately, though. So that keeps Hager looking strong if they ever yeah, break up. Hager too. looks strong. Sammy Kavara looks like Sammy Kavara. Um, yeah, but he'll did lose. Yeah, but he'll still have a place yeah. for like his style, like and where he's gonna go. Yeah, I'm interested in the fallout of all of this because I mean the Jericho character as we know him can't take this lightly. Also, it was a great match. Um, Moxley's uh, pirate eye actually works just fine, so he took his eye patch off <laughs> and hit a stalling paradigm shift which was nice a little change because Jericho needs more yeah and I, I like the fact that I'm with you I think they could have kept the belt on Jericho a little while longer mm-hmm. and had had it but if they were going to give it to someone I think Moxley's the person to take yeah, it off he's on. the right one yeah so, so this was when it was happening this is when it needed to happen and I think it was definitely like useful for them to just be like, all right, it's time to make the shift. And you can tell Jericho was okay with it and really wanted to drop the belt to somebody that can carry it for a bit. Yeah. Also, uh, the Jericho did not hit the Judas effect. Um, that is a super protected move. Um, no one's kicked out of it. And the only time he didn't hit it, he lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, true. 
And I, I, and I agree with you. I think he's he's wanting to give it to the belt to someone who can probably do more matches. Yeah. Because I think Jericho at this stage knows, like, I can't be the workhorse. You yeah. kind of can't do it. I can't do it for this yeah. long. Like, because yeah. he's had the belt for uh Since it, since they yeah since they bought it into since AEW's been a thing so and he definitely like loves doing the music thing too yeah. so having that and wrestling and he's busy yeah 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 that cruise will probably be fun though yeah hey, I'm thinking about trying to go if I can get, if I can get the money together something to yeah alright so Revolution was a great show it was overall. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up. We're Two good. thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thumbs up. Cool. Thumbs so, up. all right. Now, okay. now we have to do what I know we've been trying to hold off on. We kind of got onto it earlier. But the way we probably see these podcasts working is AEW side, WWE side. Or a, a non-WWE side, WWE side. Mm-hmm. So... Unless anybody got some New Japan stuff they want to talk about, some Ring of Honor stuff. Evil married Kari Zane a little while back. Oh, yeah. It's interesting to what I think will be the inevitable monopoly of all other wrestling versus WWE. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. They're eventually, I think they're going to partner together. If they were smart, I think New New Japan and AEW be like, look, we'll lend our stars over there. Kind of take it back to the old WCW days. How they used to land some of their stars over there. Like, hey, we got this territory kind of we kind of good over here. Let's do it like that. And also, I wanted to throw this in because this one, like, this one sparked a good debate online, which, like, I really had to think about. But then again, didn't. All right, uh, is Okada the modern day Flair? Like for the new, like for the uh, for the new Japan? New Japan. I don't know Japan enough. To give a, a great opinion, because Okada's had some good matches. Even I know like, he's had some phenomenal whew. matches, and he he has definitely like kept that character. And and yeah, I mean, granted, he's had that he's had like you know a smaller run in the U.S., but people are still talking about Okada. Yeah, yeah, they do. He's the name I hear about New Japan. All right, let's get to this show. Oh, okay. Let's All right, so do y'all want to start? Where do you want to start? Yeah, I think he started how he said it. I think he started how he came in. So we started with Super. Oh, we started with NXT. We started Super Showdown. So we just go skip NXT. Let's just. You want to start? Let's start with the WWE week. Raw was fine. It was it was a fine draw. Um, I really do dig the Monday Night Messiah thing and, and Murphy and all them. I like that. Was that the one with the referee? Was it yes, this one? That was the one with the referee. Uh, oh, that was Kevin beautiful. Owens' match. That was a beautiful tournament. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was botched. I thought it was a botched yeah. ending. The referee fast counted yeah. a loss for Kevin Owens. And it turns out that he's prescribed to the Monday Night Messiah. I'm actually agreeing with y'all. Cause a lot of folks, I saw a lot of internet folks, did not like that. Yeah, I actually I like thought it. it did. It reminded me of Nick Patrick. That was yeah. the first thing I thought about. Like, and, and it just shows his influence. And I like the fact that they're, they're showing subtle ways that it's not just superstars. It's... Just people in the WWE. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I did like that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, all right. Um, do you want to go to? In a, uh, is there anything uh, else NXT, on Raw that you um, want to highlight? Because I thought it was just a typical show. Well, I, I, Raw has been either typical or 
up all year. So I will say that's good, better than what they've been in the past few years. Where it's, it's, it's they haven't been horrible raws. It's been either decent or good raws. So I give it that. But that's what makes I think what we're about to talk about so disappointing yeah. and the bill. Yeah. But I, they bring know I've been trying to battle myself with this because I told them I didn't want to like a person just because they turn heel. But. God damn it, I am a Monday Night Messiah fan too, man. The Messiah is good. The Messiah is the good. Messiah is like good. I really wish he'd give the group Paul a name. Even if he even if he calls them the disciples, mm. I really wish he would give them a name. Okay. And I will I, you know what? The guy from What Culture said it, I don't want to take this from you, but I do like hey, I think they should call themselves the salvation. I mean, it just it would be so dope and make the promos. I like what you said, CJ Man, you had this talk. Don't get overly Christian you know, and overly sermon preachy. But at the same time, I feel like that's just subtle enough. The salvation's here. The it works with the money night beside. I just feel like they need a name too as they work with them. Yeah. I feel like that benefits him as a group. Probably. I don't know. I can see either way. Like I can see them if they don't have a name right now because there's not one. I think I, I like the fact that they can wait. I think they can wait because the money night beside. And to be fair, the reason why I like his character is because it fits him. <laughs> Right? No, 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 it's CrossFit Jesus finally gave <laughs> But it, it fits him either yeah, way what you like, call him. Yeah, like it fits it fits him. That shirt uh, is awesome. I remember he hated I remember he hated that shit when everybody started calling him CrossFit Jesus. I mean you are what you are. <laughs> just accept it. You got like you, you legit got something that the fans just came up with. Well, on Raw that matters at all. Uh well what we didn't see on Raw Samoa Joe. Uh, oh, he is suspended for 30 days <laughs> wellness policy uh, so that happened I wonder what the drug was it has to be weed ah uh, probably you know, like it has yeah. to, it has to it has be, to be has weed to be. so like but hopefully here's the thing I hope you can come back in 30 days in time for Wrestlemania yeah, I don't know what match that's what like 8 days and I think that hurts Kevin Owens too because I think the only re- only way Kevin Owens was going to get on the car was Kevin and Samoa versus, like, uh, Buddy, Buddy or, Seth. excuse me, I'm sorry, Murphy, Murphy and Seth for the titles. I think that was the only way they were going to get on the car. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Becky Lynch with Shayna Baszler. Good luck in the Elimination Chamber because she wants to face her because she bit her in the back of the neck. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like Baszler's just like, all right, every week, every week, hey, so I want to break somebody's arm. Can I do that? Not yet. All right, so we got to build you up on that one. Because she definitely, they, they are really trying and to And you know what? No one WWE, there. I wouldn't be surprised if Shannon Blazer doesn't win next week. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I would. I, I wouldn't um, be surprised. You know what? I would not. Right. That would not surprise me one second. I think she is, but I think so many people know she's going to, and you know how they hate to be predictable. Yep. Yeah. Well, I can see. I can when see. they try to be unpredictable, bites them in the ass. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. So all right. So let's go to Wednesday. All right. Wednesday NXT. Uh, Finn Balor got attacked by Imperium. Which I think um, is interesting. It is interesting because I thought Finn Balor was a heel, and I know Imperium are heels, but maybe Finn Balor is a tweener, and I missed it. 
I think he's becoming a tweener. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're trying to do a they're trying to do an easy transition, having a heel go against the heel faction, but then seem a little yeah. bit more. NXT is the best show on WWE. But I think NXT yeah. is full of tweeners. To be yeah, fair, it is. I mean, look at Champa. Let's just be yeah, real. Like, yeah. Like, uh, let's be real. Dominic Dajakovic had a, a pretty good match with Cameron Grimes that he lost thanks to Damian Priest. Which I'm I'm happy for because yep. I don't want to see him and Keith Lee again anymore. Yeah, I, I have enjoyed I every I match. I don't think they go on that. Like, I don't with, want to see. It. Next what, time I see them is if it's on the main roster. Yep. Yeah, with where they're going right now, they're really trying to make Keith Lee like the next big thing. Yep, and they should. That's All right. So what else happened on NXT? Uh, Charlotte beat. My boo? Bianca Belair. And I did not think that match was uh, good. I'll tell you that. I didn't, and I don't know who's at fault, so I'm not trying to blame anybody at fault for it. But that match was sloppy. Yeah, it wasn't that great. It, it wasn't great at all. It was not what I expected from those two. Yeah. I think it hurts Bianca in the long run. because yeah, it hurts I, her more. Yeah. Yeah, because well, they're unfamiliar with each other, realistically. Yeah. Um, and at this point, everyone Charlotte's wrestled before this. She's had pretty solid chemistry with outside of maybe Kari Zane, which was sloppy, but she yeah. had a concussion, and Ronda Rousey, but Ronda Rousey is actually a prodigy at wrestling. Um, yeah, she's just she's nationally. Nas- she's just naturally super gifted at being able to perform in the ring. It's, it's amazing. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty decent NXT, though. Um, I always enjoy NXT. So, then okay, so now we can get to what we really been wanting to get to. All right, I'm gonna I don't get to this. I'm gonna need a drink. Okay. I got it. I get it. So, so you want to go yeah, up the card? Just go up the card real quick. No, I I ain't drinking another shot of that Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> hey man, don't be putting dirt on Uncle Nearest's name. Shout out to Uncle Nearest. This is some good whiskey, but the strongest hell. Oh yeah, it's strong. Uh, it's strong. When I take a Canadian drink. Um, yeah, so pre-show, Viking Raiders, OC, OC wins, pretty average match, most of the crowd wasn't even there, uh, it was fine, uh, like to see the OC win, because they never do, um, that's only because what happened next, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh god, the mountain sh- challenge gauntlet match, you mean the prestigious, the prestigious, <laughs> it was very prestigious, Michael Cole said prestigious, more times than you've probably heard to this point in your life. Yeah, a <laughs> talking about man. the Global Guts Trophy. <laughs> yeah, that is what it looked like. Mm. Global Guts Trophy. Uh, yeah. Um, our truth started with Bobby Lashley in one uh, fluke victory. Bobby missed a spear and got rolled up. Then he won against Andrade because he headbutted him by mistake and fell on him and pinned him. Then he won against Eric Rowan because Eric Rowan got himself disqualified after he threw R-Truth into some stairs. R-Truth knocked off the cage with mystery in it. I think it's, I think it's Mercy the Buzzard. I stand by that. Um, and then it was AJ Styles who beat R-Truth pretty significantly. Then we thought it was Rey Mysterio until we saw on the back through video package that the OC attacked him. Then the OC was attacked by The Undertaker, who came out. His entrance was longer than he was in the match with AJ Styles. Which is a theme of the night. I guess the theme of the night. Very much so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, and I'm an Undertaker fan. Like, Undertaker is legit my favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah, and I'm he, at that he, point. He, no, he should be gone. He's he hitting, he hitting that Jordan Wizards point. No, right he's now. past that. No, he's, he is so much past, worse than yeah. he'd be Jordan now. Jordan uh, at least averaged 19. Like, it's not, it's not true. He is Robert Parrish on Chicago Bulls. <laughs> like, he, uh, I didn't think exactly that. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> no, he's not, bro. At this point, he struggled to beat AJ Styles with one choke slam. Yeah, like, he should be, he should not be. If you can't make AJ Styles look good on a choke slam, because he's jumping. He's doing all the work for you. Like, all you gotta do is kind of hold him for just like a millisecond, and then your arm is gone. So. I don't know how I feel about that, but you're probably going to see AJ Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. Hooray. All right. So, next match. Uh, New Day, Miz and Morrison. I actually thought this was a pretty solid it match. It was a solid match. Kofi missing that trust fall. Oh, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> but it looked like Miz stepped back a little bit. I think he, he meant that like he was stepping back so Kofi would miss the trust fall. fall. I do think that was the spot. Right, yeah. But like, oh right, my damn. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the reasons behind it, why. New tag team champions, by the way. Yeah. I, I mean, I like it. I mean, if Me you want to put it the belt. Sense. It makes yeah. sense. I feel like New Day's at the end of their run. So if you want to mm-hmm. put somebody in there, Miz and Morrison's just as good as anyone. And realistically, this is just inevitably leading to Miz and Morrison losing the title to the Usos. And then the Usos challenging the New Day because at that time they'll both be seven-time champions. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it's not another tag team on Raw I can see. Oh, no, that's the thing. Like, WWE, the tag team show used to be so good with tag teams. So WWE still has some pretty solid tag yeah, teams. Yeah, but they are not, they like, really pushing them. Oh, well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like, they don't care. <laughs> if they cared about tag team, you make army that had the best tag yeah. division in wrestling. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> if they cared about tag teams, the the bar would still be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. They would have just like Sheamus got Sheamus went away with injury. Cesaro would have did some things. Sheamus is back. Cesaro would be there because they were phenomenal together. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I think it was one of the best matches of the night. And if I'm being honest, I mean I know that might be a low. Standard, but it, but it was still, it's a low bar pay per view though. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It, it hurts to see Kofi take another visual pin. Yep, you know, going from I don't know if he's going to be on the card, but I guess we can talk about that later. Yeah, there's a very there's a solid argument of how I don't see it. Also, so, but, um, next match is Angel Garza versus uh, Umberto Carrillo. Carrillo. Yeah, I thought that was a good match. I think the crowd just wasn't yeah. into it. Card and Carol, they don't know who they are. They have yeah. no idea there. I think that's going to be an issue with these Saudi shows, right? Yep. Like, why am I going to go over there? Like, if, even if you take the humanitarian rights stuff out of it, yeah. why right. would I go over there to wrestle in front of a dead crowd that I know yeah. I can't win over? I got a feeling. Because they're only rooting for the people they already know. I got a feeling it's just going to end with, like, you know, the Brooklyn Brawler versus the Iron but Sheik. Actually, getting to that thing about well, I can't get them over, the next match is. Uh, Murphy and Rollins versus uh, the Street Profits. The Street Profits were very over. True, but I think some of that is also Rollins too. I don't think I think if the Street Profits would have faced anyone else, I don't think the crowd participation might have been in there. I don't know. They were real hot for them, comparatively for what they were hot. I was about to say because even then they were. 
So, do you have the? This would be the interesting part because they won, right? Rollins and them yes, won. So, do you have them going on to a program with the Street Profits at WrestleMania, or do you think it's going to be a gimmicky, you know, three man, three tag, you know, or is it? Mm, I, I could see them seeing the Street Profits again at WrestleMania. I can see them winning at WrestleMania. So well, but okay. All right, so overall, I think that was a solid match. I think it was fine. I think you got four people who can wrestle. So yeah. like, yeah. it was literally four people who can wrestle. wrestle. So yeah. it's the same thing. And I think, like you said, the crowd's a little bit more into it, which makes it a little bit more enjoyable. All right, and then we have Ziggler versus Mansoor. Mansoor won. Yep, Ziggler puts him over. Yeah, we Ziggler, knew where that one was going. Ziggler's abilities at putting people over are phenomenal. He rebuilt Goldberg's career. <laughs> um, <laughs> only for the gold one destroyed himself don't get ahead of yourself hey I dare the WWE to book for the next Saudi show Brock Lesnar versus Mansoor Brock Lesnar <laughs> my hey Mansoor is undefeated in Saudi Arabia I think he'll beat him in Saudi Arabia I think he'll stay in Saudi Arabia might get uh, some offense. I think he's gonna win. That okay, he might get some offense. <laughs> no. That was a wardrobe came in and went, you gonna look dope in your ass whooping. So, good luck. I mean, literally. It's, the interests and the promo were longer than the match. I, I don't even get why they had the match. I, I legit don't get why they had it. Because you could have had him squash anyone. You could have had Brock not be on the card, had Drew I, be on the I card, and that do more for the WrestleMania match than this did. I hope his ass immediately after that match challenged Brock Lesnar to playing like Super Smash Brothers. Because, God damn. What? <laughs> no, no, because the fact that they went through that match and Ricochet literally showcased nothing. He had to have beaten Brock Lesnar at something that night. Because, <laughs> no, it can't be good on the Eagles. Do you remember how everybody took him when, when Kofi lost? Hey, he lasted longer than Kofi. But he Ricochet, did. Ricochet. Hell, I'd rather be Kofi, bro. So would I. Like, yeah. dude, my promo yeah. was longer than the match. Yeah. Yeah. With Kofi, it's like. He, he jumped into it. It's yeah. like knocked out yeah, yeah. Like, in the first moment. Like, I would rather step to a dude and he just sneak me real quick and knock me out. Then I stepped to a dude and he dogged me and then beat me. Ricochet <laughs> has picked up people bigger than him. 
but gets just destroyed by Brock Lesnar. Hey, he did. Well, he jumped. He jumped into him too, didn't he? Yeah. He tried to catch a slip too. He didn't give him an F five. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we gave him another one and then F five. Yeah. And as I said, we talked about it longer than it actually lasted. God, yeah, that bitch was. It it it, it made no sense. No, no. And yeah, that's it, and that's why I'm curious because like, I when's the last time Brock has went. 10, 15 minutes with someone. He's like, ha ha, I gotta put him in their place. Because it, it, uh, it, it's like a... Hell, he ain't even do that going back to Kane Velasquez. And Kane whooped his ass for real. <laughs> 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 like, what? Hell, Shit. Like, well, you got that? So they, they... I, I made a bet with T that Brock Lesnar's Royal Rumble appearance would be longer Fair than enough, the year of all of his matches. Were you close? For the year. Oh, for the year. For the year. All together. All together. Yeah. So you had, what, two minutes and about 2.45 for the ricochet? It was 90 seconds. <laughs> oh, so you had, so you had about a, okay. <laughs> How long was he in the Royal Rumble for? 22 minutes. Oh, shit. Well, you'd have lost that bit. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <it's> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, but, like, your best chance is WrestleMania. Like, 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 I don't know what he bet on it, but like, damn it. Yeah, no, nothing. You know, nothing what hurts the most is that I was like, you didn't want to take it. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. They, they legit have been building Ricochet up a lot better. Only to just be like, eh, fuck, fuck it. Nah. Fuck your push. Yeah, yeah you're That's twice. It's twice. Like this is a dude who like like this is a dude who one of his highlights is just him just straight up flipping out of the ring and landing standing up. Like his whole stuff with him in the dream, like yeah, like just Velveteen Dream and Ricochet delivered. Might be but to have him just get squashed. Worse than the person before you the year a year ago who had a title. Hey, might be the Uncle Nears, but my first thought to that was living in America. Like, no, this is funny. Ain't no wrong. His promo, like, legit, that's the part I keep coming back to. His actual promo was longer. Oh, and I think that's why they did it. It was like, let's have this long promo. Yep. Let's have this big interest by Brock. Hell, Ricochet. We got, like, this is only a minute and a half. Like, <laughs> I feel like real shit, Ricochet could have just walked up and been like, I'm going to get paid. And then went right out to the ring and got squashed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Straight squash action. Because that's all, that's all that happened. Mm-hmm. Then we had Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin. I'm going to drink to that one. Uh, it was a match. It was a match. It's hopefully the actual end to this feud. I mean, here's the funny thing. I like, I'm starting to like Corbin more than I realize like, there's a method to his madness. Like, dude just shows up, I mean, does his shit. He's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, he... He knows what he is now versus like them really trying to figure out how to package him like in the beginning of his yeah. career. It was a match. I'm just glad it's over with. Yeah, it's like, fine. Like, wins. Yeah. I've literally been watching them what the past yeah, I mean, five, six months. Roman had care about it at all. Roman had more than he uh, you know, had to do in Hobbs and Shaw, so it yeah. was good. It's fine. I guess it was fine. It's the end. Good. Me. Okay. What's next? Uh, next, I believe, is the women's match. Yes. Bailey oh. versus Naomi. Um, they did what they could to be in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It, it was fine. And it sucks knowing, like, both of them can go, you know. But, yeah, considering 
like we said, where they were. And that match was not going to be booked, like, you know, better. It was an okay back and forth match. Uh, Bailey wins uh, with her new finisher, which is that head slam thing. Yeah. Uh, she tucked Naomi's uh, feet under her giant shirt that Saudi Arabia makes them wear because women's forms are forbidden, I guess, there in public. Yeah, which I, I thought was funny how she tucked it in. Mm-hmm. And Naomi was supposed to be like one of the most flexible people in the company. And yeah. She just couldn't. Couldn't get out. <laughs> couldn't get out at all. Yeah. Stuck there. So I hope they do that match at WrestleMania. They were wrong, They were wrong, man. It wasn't a bad match. It was okay. Gotta be less restricted. So now, <sighs> now it's the it's the moment. Bray yeah. oh, Wyatt versus Goldberg for the Universal Title. Oh, I, so I'll start first. I guess I'll because everybody's so disgusted. Is a you gonna say you liked it? <laughs> no, I would never say I liked that match. Our truth gives a better match than Goldberg at this point. They're about to say could have been our truth. Like so, no, no, whatever. But I will say that I don't get this match at all. A, I don't get why he had it. B, I don't get why Goldberg won. C, I don't get why Goldberg won so fast. <laughs> like D, it was a bad match. Like it was just genuinely. And to be fair, some of that's on break. I don't know whether that's his wrestling ability or he was just pissed off that he had to lose to Goldberg so he wasn't selling. Uh, going, I'm going to come back. Because that was point. the worst spear I've ever seen. No, oh. I'm going to go off of a point you made earlier about AEW when you said they look like they enjoy themselves when they wrestle. Hindsight now looking at that match, and I, I think I spoke to David about this, even though he's behind the mask, you can kind of look at his energy and see that he was... That he did fuck. not want to be... Yes, you yeah. could... You could see it. I don't know how. It was still imposing, but you could... F- f- yeah, I don't feel like he, he... I feel like we knew what was going on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's all you can say. Yeah. I, even if WWE may try to make it understandable about how draw rates, they'll worry about WrestleMania tickets not being sold. Goldberg got another pop since he came back. You don't destroy the fiend like you just did. Like here's my thing: you could have got the, those same two matches that are now scheduled with in Goldberg versus Reigns and Cena versus the Fiend. You could have got there without killing the Fiend. Yes, yeah. like you, you, you could you, you could have got there easily. Only thing it would have required is maybe a little bit more money. To get them back for like one more appearance here or there. And you wouldn't even have to put those people in a match. And you can still get to those two matches. So it doesn't make sense. Because A, you're putting Goldberg in there with Roman. Right? Which I know their hope is that people hate Goldberg so much now. Because he got the title that they're cheer Roman. Another part Ooh. is... Yeah, like, There's like a slash. Like you know what? Let's yeah. put it on Goldberg. They're going to hate like, us. And, 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 here's, and here's the thing too. Like... He 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 kind of put it out there like somebody on Twitter uh, wrote like like wrote up like a tweet. You like you booked your brand new tag champs to lose clean in a non-title match. Are they trying to completely destroy the characters? And this was just like Bray Wyatt. Like he responded, as "Dude, yes." <laughs> Well, I mean, because they are. I, mean, I can't see anything that's proving that they're not. Like, like I, and then the fact that he's just like, all right, yeah, no, I'm be real. No, yeah, this is happening. 
Something, something is definitely because he's even his message is always subtle. That's not subtle. That's yeah. I get what you're saying. Cause well, because the WWE, what they're hoping for is for them to have WrestleMania, get those ticket numbers up, and then after that, they'll like I said, and then after that, they can have Roman Reigns and the Fiend go against each other. So they're trying to get it both, but. I don't know if they're going to get that way. They, they, they ruined Bray before they ruined Bray? Yeah. Again. Like, this was the rebuild. They love running Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Like, I don't know what Bray did, but they must legit hate him. They, they, I don't know what he did. I don't know you who know he pissed off in the back. WWE is, though? They probably do this because they like him so much. Mm-hmm. Because they think he'll be fine. He'll figure it out. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that, like, you know, they're like, oh, he has, he still, he'll still have the fans on his side, and it's like, but John Mayer just killed all the momentum he had for that character by letting him drop the belt, drop the belt, not like the Saudi Arabia special edition belt, you know, no, the actual title that he had been carrying around. But to be fair, I can see Deborah's point. They probably think they didn't hurt him as much as they think that they actually did. Yep. I can see Vince thinking that this didn't hurt him. Like it's Goldberg, it's fine. You can lose Goldberg. Yeah, you can lose. You get the and you know it's the Saudi show. Probably not that many people watch it. And it's not even that he just lost, even though that's a big part of it for me. But he lost to a man. Whose literal only offense that he could do was four relatively decent Goldberg Spears. Two of them, I think, he probably wanted to get a couple more steps of speed moving at him. It's kind of like he just leaned into the Fiend. Sure, I feel he could generate that much force momentum. I think the Fiend should have kicked out of him because I don't think he could hit him that hard really at this age. But he actually got pinned. Off the worst Jack Hammer. The worst. And we remember what happened to Bray Wyatt with him and uh, Seth Rollins. The man got hit in the head repeatedly and sat up. So, yeah, and for him to be just. That's the thing. If Seth Rollins ain't take. If he ain't take 50 steps with Seth Rollins, I'd be like, well, maybe. But you just got the worst. Jack Hammer I've ever seen. It wasn't even a Jack Hammer. Let's be clear. Yeah, it was basically a power slam. Yeah, that was just a power slam. And I know Goldberg is an older gentleman. And I know Bray Wyatt ain't no little boy. But if you can't do it, then it's okay just to give him another spear. Give him three more spears. Yeah. So he probably couldn't even give him three more spears. Because Goldberg was deeply winded from the four-minute match we got where The Fiend lost his title. I don't know how they're going to do Goldberg versus Reigns. I don't know what the over-under is going to be. Because he can't do it. Like go, And that's not a shout-out even in that Roman. Goldberg cannot wrestle a 10, 15-minute match anymore. No, he cannot. No. It's going to become a fatal four-way between Roman Reigns, Goldberg, John Cena, and Bray Wyatt. That way it's all interconnected. Bray has all three people. He still fight for the belt. This is some dumb shit. Watch. I always try to do that dumb shit. I'm sorry. Well, no, that makes more sense than what they're going to do. Yeah, it, does, do. Does, it does make it. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm on the side. Hey, fatal four-way. And then Steve Austin comes in and wins the title. <laughs> but let's be realistic in what WWE. They're going to keep both those matches separate. And I don't even know how long it's going to be. I don't know. It, it can't be 
The over under is gonna have to be ten minutes. Cena and Bray will be longer than. Oh yeah, I think that'll be a longer video. Oh shoot. Cena and Bray will be longer than Undertaker AJ Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Am I really on to something? Because if it was a fiddle four way, that extends all both of those matches since you both said. They're both gonna be short matches, and that makes both. Oh God, that would actually be a better match. But Goldberg's not gonna be in no fatal four way, bro. Oh, he, oh, somebody can hit him, and he can stay on the side for like go to sleep, like Roman did. Roman. He's still gonna be winning. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's gonna be a fatal four way for him physically. You remember when Roman went to sleep that Royal Rumble? Was yeah. gone for the whole world. Roman yeah. came back. Yeah, Goldberg can easily do that to come back for one more spirit before you inevitably lose. Look, man, you get your hopes up. I know uh, I'm getting my hopes up. <laughs> yeah, but Goldberg. Might I can't act- believe what I thought was silly actually sounds better. Yeah, but Goldberg might actually fall asleep though. If the match goes more than six minutes, I'll be surprised. Which one? Because <laughs> there's a couple on the card I can I can be surprised. Like if AJ Undertaker go longer than six, I'm surprised. Surprised. If Go- Cena versus Bray, honestly, I'll be surprised. Oh, yeah. Six. And Goldberg Reigns. If that- Goldberg Reigns, I'll be surprised. I'll be shocked. That's probably why they're going to have a lot of matches, because, hell, three of them going to only be like 20 minutes. Not even. <laughs> it's 18 smooth. Well, with the Undertaker's entrance. Yeah, it's going to be, be about 30. 25. <laughs> <laughs> That's an hour damn match. Because he's going to get winded walking down to the goddamn that going to ring. He's going to be like, bruh. It's hard out here. <laughs> so, hey, WrestleMania this year, we actually time his interest. We're timing no. it. Yeah, I don't get why they... Uh, like I said, go back to the Fiend-Goldberg thing. It's like they just don't care. They don't no, they care. don't. Because they know. They they legit know that no matter what, you're going to watch WrestleMania anyway. Yeah. Yep. They know it. They, they, and this is what they know. Like, they know if we give you a good enough, as long as the other matches are really good enough, which we'll do a good job of giving you, you'll, you'll put up with this. And there's going to be some good matches. Yeah. That's right. They know, like, hey, okay, this is bad, but we still got Edge Randy Orton. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? More likely uh, Blazer Becky. Yeah. Brooklyn Charlotte. Yeah, we got some matches for you. Calm down, wrestling nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we screwed him over. Yeah, this is about the twelfth time we've done it, but you know he'll be fine. Y'all like him. Y'all like him. Just wait after WrestleMania, because you know the first Monday night we're gonna yeah. <laughs> jump with the draft and everything. That's when the season starts. Yeah, you that's know, when the season starts. Just let us end it in our crappy way. We'll continue on with the inability to build new wrestlers. But I be real. Um, SmackDown Friday. I didn't watch it. Me neither. I watched this segment with John Cena. Oh, yeah, The Fiend challenged him. Yeah. And I watched uh, Brock, not Brock, I'm sorry, Goldberg, when Roman came out. Because I I was just interested to hear the reactions. Yeah. See, that's why I'm still pissed off. Because the motherfucking Fiend just shows up. Goldberg got booed. He had a 50-50 crowd. Oh, the Fiend don't even say why he did it. Or why he don't even care about the belt. Hey, Cena, WrestleMania, what the fuck about your belt? Why didn't you go back? I'm telling you, I told y'all. that's how it was going to be. If he addresses it, he'll address it when Goldberg is no longer champion. Yeah. Yeah. You look like a bitch. He sure does, doesn't he? Yeah. And it would make more sense. Literally. All they would have to do is they want to keep him away from Goldberg and be like, Goldberg, well, I'll deal with y'all later. Cena, me, and you, because of their pre-existed history. Yeah. Like I said, you know, like, it's the stuff. best explanation is that he was going to come out and attack and challenge Goldberg for the title. 
but he got wind of Cena. And when he always knew, when The Fiend got wind of Cena being available to touch, he was going to touch. He should have attacked Cena. Is what he should have did. Yeah. Yeah, it's that lazy-ass point in the WrestleMania. Well, they had the risk of making him look like a comedy character. There, yeah. See, yeah. It's thin line. See, if I was doing right now, I have the Fiend attack motherfucking Roman Reigns next week, then have the next week attack Goldberg, and we really get this four-way popping. I'm serious. Like, yo, I'm going to be all y'all because I got to pass the show and get my belt back. I think the Fiend That would be dope as fuck. Honestly, you know what? I was just, I was funny that silly, I just made trying to be silly early and I feel like I that's a better storyline. What are they doing? John Cena at WrestleMania. If The Fiend then proceeds to go on the next Raw, well, the next, yeah, the next Raw, because that'll be the next show, destroy everyone. Like, every other segment is somebody killed by The Fiend. Then go to SmackDown and do it again. And then go to the Raw in the draft and do it again. (laughs) And then go to SmackDown and have a segment that The Fiend is very upset and I can't control him. You gotta, gotta, because that's the thing, with something like that, in order to salvage it, you gotta give him a... A All right, yeah, really really you got to break it. You got to completely it, and break it start over. And this is going back, too, because they did the same thing with Orange Cassidy. You have such a strong character, and then you introduce one little thing that might throw it off, but you got to still maintain that and make that character seem larger than life. And that's what they did with The Fiend. And in order to get that back, yeah, they got to make him that monster that like they build him to be but I'm curious broken from the hell in the summer. This is where I will be curious is that we're all up here saying they killed the thing. But I want a part of me wonder if Vince is right. And if they really did bury him or did we did he really lose as much luster as we think. I think it's one thing for us to say that he lost luster because he's coming from our perspective. So, so I'm I'm really interested to see all honesty when he beats John Cena, because he will, he will have lost nothing except the title that yeah. he shouldn't have had in the first place. Because it'll pretty much be forgotten because the new season will start, will start, the draft will happen, and pretty much last season's wrongs will have a chance to be righted again with a new cast. And The Fiend will be a big deal, whether he immediately goes after Roman or isn't on the show or not. Like Because his character's just... Has to be a big deal, or it's immediately unimportant well, in comedy character. Well, I'm gonna say this now: it's it's the same cycle again. It's a vicious cycle again for Bray Wyatt because they did the same thing with him with the Wyatt family, and it feels like they're getting to that point where it's as soon as he, as soon as that little bit of that character that he's built up, where like they wear that off, and he loses. It goes straight down, and now it's coming full circle back to John Cena again. And that's why I do get what you're saying, because I felt I was trying to question myself as overreaction. But what you just said, Quinn, is why it's not an overreaction. Because if he loses to Cena, there is no saving Bray. I'm sorry, there isn't like he will be just like the Bray, the other Bray, where he had empty promises, where he started losing in a row, and. It will also, like you said, because it being a circle, I know it's just us. Even if we're smarter, even if it's subtle, though, it would be like he lost to Cena again. Yeah. Like, when you think about Bray Wyatt's career, it's like he had John Cena completely entrenched in mind games and lost. He promised us that it wouldn't be Roman Reigns and lost. He guaranteed he'd take out The Undertaker and be the new face to fear and lost. 
he gained supernatural powers against Randy Orton and lost. He embodied Sister Abigail against Finn Balor, and they couldn't have the match. But they didn't want to have the match. <laughs> but see, what makes me think about CJ Point is because we did see the Undertaker lose to Yokozuna and supposedly die. I come back. We saw the Undertaker lose. Right we there. saw we saw the Undertaker lose to Mankind, but he was still built strong character no matter what. But we, we saw him lose twice to Mankind in a row. And we still, but by that point, he was already. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, he was his really, name was already built. Yeah, yeah this was so, not to be fair. You're right about that. Like before, you could build a Bray's career. You. Yeah. <clears throat> well, hell, Bray. I mean, we're being honest. Bray Wyatt is probably already a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. We probably are. If he stopped wrestling today, you you probably saw him memorable. I would say this. I would say this. The retirement. His career. I would say this. The retirement. They know how to keep that shit going because his dad with IRS. Yeah. Like yeah. he, every, like they threw a game. Like they threw a game again. He but held you, it down. Obviously, you know, the IRS had no right being as popular as WWF as it was. But to be fair, when you talk to me about the Hall of Fame. My point is always going to be the Bushwhackers are in the Hall of Fame. Okay? But they're, they're legit. When you take in their indie work, they're a legit tag team. Like, I, I'm sorry, but I can't, I can't no, call no, them. No, no, no. I don't, and I don't doubt that. But when they go about the WWE, when it was mostly about their work. Now, if it's the wrestling Hall of Fame, hell yeah. But that was when WWE had bought all those territory that had all those libraries. No, and even with that, no, I told you this before. I do think the Bushwhackers are Hall of Famers. But they also got in for other tag teams, I thought, that were around the same time. So that's why when you say something to the Hall of Fame. Man, yeah. if, you, if, you were, if you were on, like, shows that were popular at the time. Because like, remember, they were on Family Matters. Yeah, they were on Family Matters. Uh, and then Vader was on, like, Boy Meets World. But yeah, yeah, so, now to get back to the point, though, real quick. I know we were about to, we were about to get on. Uh, like, I do think... I don't know if Bray has lost. I think he's they killed him for me as a character, unless he smashes John. And to be fair to Dee's point, if they beat, if he beats John Cena, I think it's a net neutral. Yeah, it, uh, he doesn't gain anything, doesn't lose anything. But I would not be surprised if Cena beats the thing. Particularly with Fast Nine coming out, exactly. That's what scares me. And every time I've been scared, I was right. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> well, and, yeah, it's just gonna really, really not put him anywhere. Because it's like, dude, it, and he came in strong, and now the gimmick has been you just got beat by Goldberg in like a not so great match. And where else is that for you to go? And if we're gonna be completely honest. Up until Daniel Bryan. The Fiend matches have not been good. Oh, no. It's just the truth of it that we got to... Well, Fiend's character makes wrestling hard. Yeah. Which is what I'm saying. That's the thing. If you're going to have him be a champion, it does... It it lends itself to the fact that his matches haven't been that great. So the best Fiend matches so far to me are... The Daniel Bryan matches, with the strap match being number one. Yeah, that's his best match. Basically going in reverse order of how they happened. Yeah, that's been his best match so far. Then it was his debut with Balor. Yeah. Where he just just showed the abuse he was. Yeah. And then it was the match where he was against the Miz, where it was just Bray Wyatt, to me. Because I didn't like either of the seven matches at all. 
Yeah. And I rate them both higher than the Goldberg match. Oh, God, yeah. The Goldberg match is his worst match. Yeah, and that's all of the Fiends match. Shit, I yeah. fell out of bed like this morning, and it was a better match than the Goldberg match. You're right, actually. Only <laughs> there, and I'm sure. Yeah. I'm positive that, man. Yeah. And it, it, it's just so interesting. It, it makes me wonder... Like, I know, like he was saying, like, the car was low. They didn't have that much, you know, as far as ticket sales. Yeah. But... It's got to be, there had to be a better way to get to it. I know there's a better Absolutely way to get, to, get, to, get to, it. to it. You know, And it's always WWE's biggest problem over the past, like, decade. Is you, you sacrifice the future for the now. Like, so maybe, when it comes to big matches, especially with the possibility that WrestleMania is on Fox this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Goldberg, Reigns, Fiend, Cena are bigger matches than just, you know... Reigns, Fiend, whatever else you'd have John Cena do and no Goldberg because of name recognition for people who don't really watch wrestling like that. Who get to watch it over the spectacle because it's on free TV. So I do get that. But there's way better ways to get there. Truthfully, you could have had John Cena win the Elimination Chamber or do a quick squash match with somebody to win the number one contenders match and have him go on for his 17th title again. (laughs) Realistically, you could have had not that match. You could have had, honestly, you could have had The Fiend just, you know, beat somebody else who's, you know, wins a match to face him at Saudi Arabia and calls it a day. You have Goldberg come out, like, on this SmackDown still, and say he's gotten an itch over all he, the wrestling he's seen that he's enjoyed, and he wants to know who's next, and then just have Roman come out and say, I'm next. Yeah. Because it's you. And then have yeah. John Cena come back, and The Fiend wants him because he's John Cena. Yeah, yeah and say it's, like, it's just like it, they've had too much of a track record recently with a lot of these you're going to really snuff out good t- Thankfully, they didn't with this one, but when they finally signed Walter and then had and even Walter came out and was like yeah when they had him enter like mixing like the main roster he was just like yeah you know I hate the, like I'll say this it was a mistake for me to get in there with people I didn't know and for the match to go as what well, like the way it did because it made Walter who came into NXT UK strong, looking strong as fuck and still is strong as fuck to this day Walter won't join the main roster Whatever, like, because I honestly feel like, yeah, with a character like Walter, you can't really do loves wrestling, but they're going to they're gonna trample all over, like, that sound. But to be true, if you're an NXT star, why would you? Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're truly, like, Especially if, you're, now. if you're Keith Lee, why go? Well, and they've been sending people back. Which is basically just kind of going, oh, well. See, you're Keith Lee, I see going in the main roster. I see why, I see going, but I don't see why you want to go. Yeah, or oh. would feel like it's a priority to have to. The, yeah. the NXT, Raw, and SmackDown like fans are completely different now because of how they packaged NXT. NXT is supposed to be on par with, you know, higher, val- like higher production value, like, you know, indie shit. So, yeah, and, and that's what you're getting. So the fans shit, the fans who like any shit, who have been following a lot of these guys that are getting signed to, will watch this. 
why do they have to watch Raw when they already know what's going to happen? Why do they have to watch SmackDown when they know who's going to be on there? There's, there's only the problem people. isn't even knowing what's going to happen. The problem is what you're being given isn't good. Yeah. And you know what's going to happen. That's the thing. And we all sat here as like, when we were calling our winners for the match, I think two of us picked Faye, and we were skeptical. <laughs> like, yeah. but I can see Goldberg winning. I didn't see it. And that's the issue. Like, not only are they predictable to your point, they're bad. And you can't be both. Can't be both. Right. Hey, hey, we gonna play. We all, I'm laying that tonight. So playing that track tonight. Man, and, you know, it just it just it hurts a lot of really good organic stuff, and you could tell Bray worked hard coming up with this, and that one win he got with Creative was like, yeah, I want to make this character, and now it's oh yeah, um, you gonna lose the goal. Well, to be fair, they did the WWE thing. Like Bray should not be on TV every week. That Firefly yeah. Clubhouse should not be a weekly segment. We all said that. We all felt that. Like, <laughs> like we all love Bray and we was happy for him, but we all thought as soon as he went to bed, we all said, no. Oh, that's what happens when they get Too like, early. catch on to a good idea. Yeah. Like, what, Bray should be treated like a part-time wrestler. Bray shouldn't even be sniffing the title until about now or maybe yeah. the next. I mean, I like the idea of, you know, the past we've talked about of him building up to it. Of him building this character and being allowed to be this boogeyman in the shadows. Because then that gives him enough time to be like, all right, so we've already pinpointed who I'm going to go after on the right on the roster. Boom. Set. You know? And instead of it was just, oh, we're going to build up to it. Oh, and now he won the title. That would have been dope, actually, if he would say, I'm coming back for everybody that's done trouble. After he would have did mess with I fans. Mean, left for a while. Did his thing with self. Left or he didn't have to do self, do somebody else. No, you don't don't do self. If it depend on if he was a champion now, but go back like, and then eventually by the time whoever it could have been self or Roman who last who's ever has a belt, he's gone through all his faults and came back. It should have been like I said, either now or maybe what next Survivor Series. He should be just now sniffing the bill. Well, and it could have, and it could have easily gone into the. You could stop at any particular, like you know, opponent that you put him on. You, you know what I honestly would have preferred? He came out and he destroyed Finn. He goes away for a while. The draft happens. Like he's not even really around. Maybe he does a five five flood in funhouse when he gets drafted to SmackDown. Talking about you know him being on the blue brand and how he's excited to meet everybody and have new friends over there. And then he has the thing with Daniel Bryan, uh, but it's spaced out better and yeah. longer, and they have one less match because they don't need to have that many matches. They didn't need to lose them three times. We would have got it after two. Yeah. Um, and then the Fiend disappears for a while, and I'm willing for Elimination Chamber to happen, and the Fiend starts Elimination Chamber, and he runs through everyone in Elimination Chamber. And he beats who's ever champion at, at WrestleMania. It's like, and the first time you really see the Fiend go is in Elimination Chamber. He doesn't even enter the Royal Rumble. Damn sure it wouldn't be Goldberg in Elimination Chamber now. It's like, I would have been way more comfortable with that. But we're here now. Yeah. So, <laughs> honestly, if you even did that, we would still be okay with those stupid red lights. Yeah. Because we would have seen, like, four Fiend matches at this point. Yeah. Which would have been plenty for his type of character. And that's why I'm hoping, no matter what happens with John Cena, 
You don't see him as much after this. You should not. The Fiend should not be weekly. No. He should not be a weekly part of your television story. Because you take away what's special about the Fiend. And that's also the problem with the main roster, is they oversaturate you with stuff. Yeah. If they had a format similar to NXT, where pretty much their storyline rotation is technically a four-hour segment being done on a two-hour show, we would get to... It would automatically be spaced out. Because well, we wouldn't even have as much of an issue with The Fiend if we saw him bi-weekly. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, two, two the Fiend or Bray? I'm sorry, I mean, because you're... Oh, no, you. uh, no, I, was just, I was about to say, you know, it, and when it comes down to it, it really suffocates a lot of the other talent that's on there. That they're like, oh, well, we just drafted this person to, like, you know, Raw. And it's like, okay, okay, all right, cool. And we have not seen them for an entire month because you've been focusing mainly on, like, this one thing that you could do less of. Nope. Well, it's a WWE issue. It really is. But we're going to have the new season, and we'll, we'll see what happens after WrestleMania. And hopefully, WWE will get it together. I'm just looking forward to South Park professional wrestling now. And now. Alright, anything else? Is the WWE going to get it together? I mean, we already know the answer. <laughs> like, I don't... Like, they, I think they'll get... To be fair, this is where I will be fair, is now that the damage is done, I think they'll do okay with their lead-up to WrestleMania. Because, to be fair, if they ever do a good job, it's usually in their lead-up to WrestleMania. I think I think NXT takeover for WrestleMania would be pretty good. Yeah. I think the overall WrestleMania card would probably be a solid six and a half to yeah, seven. It'll be okay. But I think yeah. the bright spots would be really bright. I think Edge, Randy Orton would be a really bright storytelling thing. Yep. I think Charlotte and Rhea would be really good. Yep. I think. I I even think to be fair, even if it's a shorter match, I think. McIntyre Brock could still be a solid. Yeah, match. Be a judge. Well, that's a passing the torch one, right? Yeah. There. So I think now I it think should it, it should be. It should be. Yeah. But I think they're gonna give. I think to be fair, they should. I think this time you're gonna. I don't think they're gonna have a major. I can't see a major swerve. What's the maybe Brock AJ beating Undertaker? Yeah, maybe Brock keeping is the only thing I can see because I don't see Goldberg keeping that belt oh, under any nice. circumstances. He's just physically unable to do it. So if there was a swerve, maybe it would be Brock keeping it over McIntyre. But I just don't see it from the way they built McIntyre up over this past. To be fair, when it comes to WrestleMania, they usually book it for the most yeah. part kind of right. More so. likely John Cena beating Bray Wyatt or mm. McIntyre losing to Brock. Cena beat Bray. beating Bray Wyatt. Let's <laughs> be real. Because like, they, they're going to think that there's no harm in Bray beat. losing to Cena. Yeah, and and he and here's the thing. Cena is definitely pushed in the direction of all right. He's back for a reason. Oh, and with Bray tweeting, yeah, yeah. I feel like that. That's you know how they are about people tweeting. Because it's definitely one of those things where somebody like Bray Wyatt, yeah, to see you get this big push and the support, and then have you know backstage pull it back and go. Alright, now it's time you take, like, the biggest fucking dive ever for, like, the next couple months. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can see you seeing him beating Bray over. I don't think McIntyre loses. Unless unless he does something between now and then. 
Because I, I just don't think, A, I don't think Brock wants to belt much longer. No. You know, he wants an expert. So like, he looks like... Perfect. You're saying, like, hey. Like, bro, I'd have been on, like, this, I'd have been on Raw for about three weeks straight now. Nah, we could. I need about a six-month break. Like, so... So, yeah, after that, I mean, who knows? Like, the draft will be the next most important thing. And then yeah. I think... I, and I think, like, everything, it'll give you a ray of optimism for about a week. You get a full reset. Yeah. You'll be optimistic for about a week. And then you'll realize... Oh, I've probably seen all these matches before in some iteration 50 times to go back to your oversaturation because I don't see what you do. You can't bring, if you took Corbin over to Raw, you don't have a baby face on Raw that, I mean, I guess you could have him against Drew, but we've seen, you know, we've seen iterations of that. Yep. You can't have. <laughs> Drew's become a good heel. I mean, if I was, if you were. You can't even do Bobby Lashley because you've seen like nah, so. We good. We good. Bobby has to go over to SmackDown, really. Yeah. yeah. With the anticipation of Reigns being champion, I don't remember Bobby versus Reigns. I do. It was a good ass match. Well, I don't remember, so it hasn't. That means it hasn't happened that frequently. It, it was on. They had a few right when he came back. Right when he turned heel, it was right when he turned heel. Him and Reigns was actually mm-hmm. came front. Like I was actually. Invested, they were brawling like they those two actually worked well together. I think Lashley actually went over one of those matches, actually, too. I just remember, his, yeah, I just, I just remember like the, the King Kong versus Godzilla with him and Braun Strowman, where they were just these motherfuckers ain't really fighting for anything, but they were, uh, that was good matches, too, though. They just Don't going, they front, just, they just knocking shit over. those two, were front. <laughs> yeah, that was what I'm saying. That's what made me like Lashley a little more, even though he had no character. He had strong matches, just yeah. Cause he was him and Roman was actually all right. Don't don't let the internet fool you. Cause there's a few internet trolls that will tell you no. Those him and Roman look good together, and then him and Braun was some good, interesting, brutal matches. Well, I mean, the first feud you're gonna get if Roman stays, if everything stays back to Roman Fiend. I think that's your first post yeah. feud WrestleMania. You feud. really want the Fiend to eat that loss that early? I mean, but I don't think... It's not about what we want. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, It's what you're going to get. I, I, to me, I think that's more of a SummerSlam match. But I can foresee... If not, maybe you throw somebody like Bobby because you can't throw Corbin back at him. So you would have to take a heel from Raw at some point. And yeah. throw him over there. Yeah, Corbin, Corbin <laughs> settled in. He settled into his Unless you body. do Sasuke. Oh, oh no, because no, no, you're about to get married. No, no, Absolutely. No, no. no. Just, you get who they always give on your first reign. Ziggler. Uh, Should have been him. Good old Ziggler. <laughs> Y'all need to stop asking 1-800, like, job, like, for, like. Stop. Ziggler give you first. Ziggler you know Ziggler's going to lose, shot. but he's going to give you a good title match. Ziggler always gives you <laughs> hey, So, yeah, we, we need to put Pat Patterson over. <laughs> All right, well, Dolph Ziggler's up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna sell the fuck out even, of that. Even if you go to the Raw Hills outside of Bobby, it's not gonna be a hill you really gonna take over from Raw that's gonna go against. Shit, fucking Nick. Like, now you're gonna need a hill back. for Drew, too. Like, that's so, in a perfect world, you know, you could do heel Samoa Joe and Reigns. You could. If Samoa Joe yeah. is able to wrestle ever, for really, for any real amount of time. Um, you could do Bobby Lashley, because we haven't seen a lot of that. And that could get you three months. I mean, with WWE, that's four months of storytelling right there. You could do Hill Ali. Yeah, 
Yeah, but they won't. I think that's they what won't. I just think. I think that's what the vignette's for. I don't think it's Killer Cross. I think it's Hell Ali. I think. I mean, not Hell Ali. I think the Ali's come back with those um hacker stuff. Yeah, because even because even the blue lights made me think about yeah the little sector things he does. After the Miz and Morrison lose the title, you can do the Miz and Roman Absolutely. with John Morrison. Absolutely, you could. You don't even have to do Hill. You could do next match, Roman between the Daniel Bryan. Yeah. No, I was thinking like you could do that. Like you could, like the Fiend could beat John Cena and go away for a while. He could go away for a, at least a little while. Let Roman beat like two or three people. Because if WWE does that, then there's at least an argument that they could have the Fiend beat Roman. I still don't think he would. Yeah. But they could because Roman would have had something that resembled real title right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think if you're going to get the Fiend, this is my other issue. Because if you do have him beat Cena, you have to have him beat Reigns. Yeah. Because they that's how they screwed themselves. Because they're in a position where he could have dropped the belt in Reigns and it not have hurt and him. not it hurt at all. But now he's in a position where he can't keep alternating win and losses. Mm-hmm. So if he does beat Cena, he has to, if he, he goes over, he has to go over Reigns. He's five and two. Yeah. And, and I think beats John Cena lose the reigns at six. What are the pay per views coming up next? It's WrestleMania, then what's in between? There's something and then Probably some Money in the Bank. There's something and then Money in the Bank. Is it Clash of Champions? It might be Money in the Bank, actually after WrestleMania. Mm. And then what's after that? Then SummerSlam? Mm, no. I feel like SummerSlams. Because SummerSlam that's August. Oh, yeah, hold on. Either way, I will have Reigns win the belt. Few with Daniel Bryan the next two pay per views, but that last pay per view, Fiend interjects. I don't know who he caused to win the belt, but either way, because it's, it's two people that he has dealt with. I think but, then you the next pay per view a triple threat, but keep the belt on Reigns. Therefore, SummerSlam Reigns versus the Fiend. It's been long term booking. Announced a lot of the pay per views, but I think yeah. but I think Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan they're looking at. Would be their SummerSlam match. That's true. Too. Yeah, that would be a good SummerSlam. Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Good. It's like we could get. So May and June have been announced. One of those are going to be Money in the Bank. Because WrestleMania is pretty much the last pay per view you can cash in yeah. before Money in the Bank. Yeah. So I'm anticipating May to be Money in the Bank. June will be something unimportant. Then um, Extreme Rules. July's Extreme Rules. I. I think it's too small for Fiend Roman. Yeah. At the same time, Extreme Rules is perfect for Fiend Roman. But also, Money in the Bank isn't a terrible time for Fiend Roman. Because the mids winner of the Money in Bank could try to cash in. On oh, whoever picked the pieces of yeah. them two. It could ruin that. And they don't even have to win. It could be a failed cash in. Yeah. But it could disrupt the match so neither of them lose. And then it's kind of fizzles for a minute. Yeah, but then it's kind of it's got me a little nervous because then what if they pull that whole like thing with the with the, uh, with the fiend being the money in the bank winner, you know? And then it's we get a decorated like suitcase and we get some weird weird you know in the middle of like because that's the thing if the money in the bank they're probably gonna use it that way. They're probably I will gonna... say fiend winning money in the bank would be. Interesting, because I think he would fake cash in a lot. 
Yeah. And I can see him not catching it for a long, a super long time. Because he's the type of person who wouldn't even, he would forget he had it. Or the mind games as well, too. But the thing is, no, that would be the smart thing is to have him play these games, but you know they're not going to do it. And I think that would be fun for Roman to be champion, Fiend to be holding the money in the bank, and him just to be like, but we're friends, Roman, remember? Like the last thing we did together, I told you we were friends. I shot that guy and you speared him. (laughs) Like, you remember that? Like, it's one of the greatest screenshots in the wrestling. I would say it would be. Beautiful to have him just periodically come out there. The red lights come on. Him holding a crease. See, I wouldn't even do that. I have him wait for a long time. Like I wouldn't have him face each other at SummerSlam. No, I wouldn't even have him face each other at Survivor Series unless you're unless you're about to take the belt off Roman. Unless you don't think Roman can hold the title for that long. Because I I think Roman's gonna have a very long title reign. See, this is where I do I go back and forth. I don't know if they're gonna give him a long title. Right? I don't think so either. Because I think that I think people will turn on Roman. I think they're quicker to turn on Roman than I think. I think it depends, and I think if they turn on him as champion, there's there's enough annoying heels to stretch this out. I don't think they are. Oh, I'm sorry. So Corbin was the last of the Mohicans on that one. one. If Corbin stays on SmackDown and Roman Reigns is champion, we will see Corbin Reigns before. And that's when he's right. Oh. Cor- they will give Corbin that belt to force what they've been trying to force on us. They tried. If Corbin stays on SmackDown, he's getting that belt, and it may be a flip flop to him and Roman. But I do, I kind of feel, I I'm actually agreeing with CJ. I, I don't think this is going to be a long reign for Roman. I could see a flip flop, an interruption of the reign. Only because I don't think, I think people are closer to turning on. I think people enjoyed Reigns when he's not away from the belt, when he's away from the belt. So I will say this in, in agreeance in your argument is like, they're already. Just teetering to turn, like they're ready to turn on him, which is another argument for the Fiend losing to Goldberg. Yeah, because it won't be a scathing for Roman to beat Goldberg as it will be for him to beat the Fiend. People will still be mad. I wouldn't if things would have been different, but <laughs> I people would be, and he would get booed again at WrestleMania, and they don't want that. He could theoretically still get booed beating Goldberg. Yeah. No, nah, did I just? Uh, no, I think you. I think you'll hear. I mean, I think you heard it both. yesterday. Like you hear a smattering. But you, I think the first time he goes over Daniel, you you'll mm-hmm. hear. The, yeah, the whenever he whenever he meets Daniel, even he'll Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he's getting booed. But like again, you know, you can revisit just a one off with Corbin. Corbin wins something where he just gets a shot. Yeah, and Reigns like you again. Haven't I beaten you enough? And he's like clearly you haven't. And he, you know, gets rid of him. He'll get cheered for beating Corbin. Miz, he'll get cheered for beating Miz. He'll get cheered for beating Bobby Lashley with Lana. I think I think Bobby. It depends on the character work they allow the Miz to do. I so it does depend on that, but Miz and Morrison are sufficiently agitated enough to get booed. That's fair, but I I do I don't know if he goes over strong over Miz as you might think. I think he'll start to hear some boos. You will only because people you'll always hear boo, and just because Miz is a better talker, I and, feel like they go in the back and forth. I, and I think a lot of people want Miz to have another title run. Uh, they do, they do. That's uh, I think Bobby, you're right, because people just hate Lana so much that. And Samoa Joe, he'll get cheered for Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe's heel work is impeccable. 
But I still think he'll get booed because I think people, I think that's why they turned some more Joe. But I think that's why they turned some more Joe face. They had no choice. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think, no matter how good his heel work well, is. So there Joe, was something Joe, said about Joe, Joe's Joe. next heel turn. Because I think AJ Babyface work was that good too. Yeah. To be fair, and Roman. To be fair, it's not Roman's fault. None of no, this I'm putting on Roman. Roman's fault. It's just how they booked him. I don't think he can be alone. I don't think he can go past SummerSlam. I legit don't think. If it goes past SummerSlam, they risk them turning on him. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. So do you have Daniel Bryan go over at SummerSlam and give us our Miz program? Well, I don't think you'll see Miz, Daniel. Until WrestleMania. That's a WrestleMania match. I don't even think you'll see it. Like, to be fair. I think Because they, they could have got it out of this, this fiend yeah, Miz. Like, it was right there. With yeah. So, right I mean, I, I just don't think they're going to do it. Like, and by the time they do it, I won't care. Like, honestly, they should have been building this. I think that... Honestly, I can argue that the John Morrison coming back interrupted, could have interrupted a plan similar to that. Because that literally makes the most sense to me after yeah. the Daniel Bryan fiasco is the Miz tries to console him because of what they went through and he's treating the Miz like he's treating Heath Slater and everybody right now. Or he's like, he's still a good guy, but like he doesn't take you seriously. And the Miz would, would flip on that and that could give you a program. I think it's happening next WrestleMania. I think there's a lot of argument to be said that we could see Daniel Bryan take a victory from Roman around SummerSlam and ride that title to face The Miz at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Y'all are so hopeful. I remember when I was The thing about WWE is there is going to be a time where they legitimately have to build somebody new. And because they're WWE, they're only going to build people they already feel have a chance of being successful. That is the Mrs. of the world because they've shown that they're company guys and they're some type of weird draw there. I don't know, bro. Like, you talking hopeful, and so I respect Realistically, it. realistically, who do we got? Like, I... Yeah. I agree with you. They gotta do something, man. Triple H will come back. Oh my God, he's going to. <laughs> he's going to. Triple H will come back. Seth Rollins went for a pedigree at Super Showdown. Yeah, those are early signs. You gotta WWE think they marvel at times. Yeah, they're gonna have Triple H versus Randy Orton, and then they're gonna have for the WWE title. <laughs> on the SmackDown side, they're going to have Roman Reigns because you know they're going to have him back in time for WrestleMania. <laughs> Next year? Yeah. I can see them doing Reigns versus Daniel at WrestleMania, honestly. Okay. I can see that match before I see them doing Miz, Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan has WrestleMania headline all over it. But how do we get I don't. You, hey, how did we get the Fiend versus John Cena? Who knows? You forget the Saudi, Saudi show. The Saudi show. Yeah, be your answer, whatever. man. Daniel right. Bryan won't be at any Saudi show. But here's it. They'll find a way. But here's the, here's the <laughs> live in this remote match. <laughs> if we just put it, like, if we just kind of put the blinders on for a second, yeah, they're gonna be uh, next WrestleMania is gonna be at that new uh, arena that's opening up in uh, California. So, it's got to be a big one leading into it. WWE has to do something, man. Because they, like, if they fuck it up with this one, uh-uh, there's... 
And I tend to agree with you that Miz Daniel Bryan is a WrestleMania match. Let me not say I disagree with you. I completely but agree. You don't think gonna they're not going to book it that way because they've already they had that they've had that match for what six seven years now. No, only like three because Daniel Bryan was gone. No, but I'm talking about okay. So fair enough. They had this match for three years and they haven't booked it right. They've never booked this feud right. So this feud is actually really beautiful because of the accidental storytelling that WD has done with it. So, But that's my issue. What I'm saying is, it's not when they try to tell the story, they can't. So my, my, my biggest argument of how I think it could happen is because WWE is going to run out of people. Because there's not a whole lot of talent in WWE that's real super excited about re-signing. Um, and I personally believe that the conglomerate of other wrestling industries is coming. Uh, we didn't touch on this yet. We touched on it before we actually started uh, recording. But Marty Scroll in Ring of Honor has a lot of actual power in that corporation with the new deal he signed. He is really good friends with the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega in AEW. And he has grand ties to New Japan Wrestling. John Moxley just won the AEW's major title and is also the U.S. champion of New Japan Wrestling. I feel like the best way for those three to compete with WWE is to share talent and to have a very open working relationship. That is going to be a problem for WWE when three companies are working together because that gives talent a legitimate, really open playing ground of where they can go not, not, and not be in WWE. Not counting NWA, who actually has been NWA. taking in a lot of but, people. Like, But here's the issue with everything you're saying. I agree in theory with the talent that's already not in the WWE, but with the talent that's already in the WWE, there's a couple factors. A, they make it hard for you to leave. Look at what they're doing to the revival. Yeah. Like, there's a... But when they do this to you, they can't use you. No, that's true. But his other issue is a. But I feel the WWE has enough of a enough of the moolah where they're like, I'd rather not use you than have you over there. Yeah, but they're not using people. That still slips the roster. But I think they're ruining. But I also think a lot of those movements aren't going to take a. They shouldn't because if if I'm not conglomerate outside of WWE. Outside of very select few people, like the revival or stuff like that, I'm not signing a lot of WWE talent. Well, a lot of WWE <laughs> talent is is for one pretty legitimate, and a lot of them aren't homegrown. That's true, but I also think a lot of I also think a lot of talent is not going to leave because that check is too nice. Well, other places are able to sign bigger checks than they used to now because other places are making more money. True, mm-hmm. that's the issue with the conglomerate they'll be able to afford people more. That's why AEW is such a big deal. They can pay you like yeah. WWE pays you. They probably won't because they don't have oh, to. Yeah, but because I mean, they're giving you other perks. You get it, creative control and health insurance. But here's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Another, like, another thing drawing it back to, like, to WCW is that AEW has a owner who has made money elsewhere. Yeah. And is still making money elsewhere who's yeah. like, I like wrestling. I'm going to invest in this. So they legitimately have the disposable yeah. income to do whatever the and fuck they want. XFL's ratings are holding. Well, no, this is why I'm I think 
I hope you're right because I feel like when when there's a competitor, that's when wrestling's in a good place because it forces WWE to kind of. You gotta think about it. They've been a company that's operated without a competitor, like without a serious competitor, for the past what twenty years? Twenty some odd years. years. Like they haven't had a serious competitor. AEW is not a year old. Yeah. So they haven't had a serious competitor since WCW. And no one can do anything to WWE when WCW went Because TNA messed it up So before they got off the ground and could be a competitor. So they haven't had one. They've been a monopoly pretty much this whole time. Yeah, so they have to readjust. Yes, yeah. They have to readjust too. But I think there's a lot of good things to possibly look forward to. But at the end of the day... You are right. They are the WWE, and they have been in Monopoly for a long time, doing what they've done all this time. It's been the same thing. The whole reason the Ruthless Aggression era started is because they already did what they're doing right now. Is They rode nostalgia until they literally couldn't, and then they had nothing else to do. It's like like being a boxer and not having been hit in a long time in your career. But all it takes is one... Real good telegraph punch, and you're on your ass, and you don't know what happened. But that's my thing. I think we just disagree about when the nostalgia train is going to run out. I think y'all think it's going to run out sooner than what I think is going to run out. Who's left? You're absolutely right, but you keep bringing back the same people. Well, yeah, and not ever, and nobody's How getting younger. How many more times can Undertaker and Goldberg do anything? As many times you cut them. Cut me a two million dollar check right now. Hey, I'll go in the ring and with even whoever. How many times? <laughs> no, no. And here's the funny thing. And even the ones that legitimately, you know, you could have did something with them, are coming back and giving a hundred and ten percent. See, y'all talking with too much logic. Okay. I'm taking really good. No, I'm taking. I'm not saying that. No, no, no. I'm taking really good. Coming. Because D Dog telling the truth. Y'all talking with too much logic. Nah, I believe you. Y'all, y'all. I'm believe you. The Undertaker's really about to become his gimmick, the dead man, if he keeps doing this. We could have said this, because the same argument you're making now, we honestly could have said the same argument two years ago. We We, did. Yeah, (laughs) we did it. We could have said it when we saw it. We could have said it three years ago. We knew this has been coming for a while now. If you think about it, there's only been two stars that they've kind of built. That they've built homegrown, self and Roman. In this whole post ruthless aggression era, so other stars they could have built that just blocks. They're gonna ride that momentum, man. They're gonna they had Bray. Yeah, and, and to they be had fair, Rusev. And to be fair, I think there's gonna be some NXT call ups that they might yeah. build up themselves. Adam Cole is definitely coming, yeah. and there's I just don't think there's any stopping him. Yeah, I, I do think Adam Cole is probably. And to be fair, I think Keith Lee for a while. I don't Keith think he'll be nice for a little while. while. So I think you'll have some talent. That yeah, they until will. they turn him heel, because that's the only way like they're gonna be able to support somebody like Keith Lee. Velveteen Dream they... has a lot of potential. Oh yeah, yeah, but oh, I hope they don't mess that up. And to be fair, and th- and this is why we'll be fair on Velveteen Dream. I don't know, it'll, he'll be trickier to handle than the other two. Yeah. Just because of his personality, yeah, you have to be, you have to build him over a long um, period. Yeah, because his his character work is very depending on where you want to build him. Because you could build him because he's he's, he's technically a heel. Yeah. And we're being like he's such a, a heel. Like he's, he's not even a tweener. He's <laughs> a, his actions he's are a heel. heel. He's, he's Rick Rude heel. Like, Rick Rude was a heel. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Rick Rude like Elvis heel. heel. Yeah. He's a heel, it's just that 
he comes off like a tweener, so it's just kind of like, you know. <coughs> the problem is he's hilarious. Yeah, that's, he's so good. <laughs> so, it'll be interesting to see, because, like I said, they have, but we've been saying this about WWE for a long time, though. They've always had the talent. Yeah. Nobody has ever doubted that WWE's had the talent. Like, remember, we thought this about, we thought Dolph was going to be a... <laughs> I know people. I may not have known y'all that long, but I know when whatever wrestling circles you were talking, you thought Dolph Ziggler was going to be a good next big Dolph Ziggler. He was the second coming to Shawn Michaels. Has the Midas touch. <laughs> you thought you thought John Morrison. John Morrison left. <laughs> yeah, to, true, he but left. still he didn't do his. For a while, little, I thought John Morrison was going to hit that it fatter, but he was. No, he wasn't. Like, that like Starship Pan was always a bad finisher. Sorry. It was. It's a terrible finisher, but I think he, I think he would have inevitably transitioned into doing maybe that running knee as the finisher, because that was amazing, especially in the era of WWE that we have now, where strike finishers really are kind of hitting. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that's another episode. Bad finishers, because yeah. we we got to wrap this up tonight. Yeah, we do got to wrap it up. Alright, anything else? Wrap it up, uh, B. Wrap it up. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura go somewhere else. I'm done. Oh, oh wow. yes. But I think but you know what? I don't think he will. Yeah, I, the money's really good for him. The money's yeah. really good. And the schedule's probably good for him. Yep, they pay him real well. To not wrestle. Like if you're a Dolph. I think about it, you're a Ray Mysterio, you just flew to Saudi Arabia to lay on the ground for a back screen segment. And y'all check. Yeah, like that. <laughs> like, you ain't even wrestle. <laughs> yeah, like Ron Simmons. I'm sure Ron Simmons would get paid to do Saudi Arabia. Well, maybe we'll see him soon. <laughs> Damn! Yeah. APA versus him. You forgot JBL can come back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all forgot JBL yeah. can come oh, back. Oh, hey, D, did I not call it somehow? And it's, it's coming. WWE is thinking about after they bring Beth Phoenix back. Teaming her with Natalie to take on the... Finn Strong. Huh? I told you. Finn Strong is up to the top right. Huh? They, they were... Chavo the... Guerrero could come back. But they're not cool. He's like, technically still here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you forget Jeff Hardy's coming back. Yep. So until you got him until he stops again, you can ride. <laughs> like, yeah, man. They about to... They're going to try to keep Matt. So with Jeff coming back, that's the only way. CJ, get out. It is. They got until they got until Seth Rollins gets old. That's what they got until until he gets old. Because Roman will be the guy you bring back. Seth is going to be the guy that's still going to be there. So once he starts not being able to be the workhorse, once he hits about Daniel Bryan's age, where he can't be the workhorse, yeah. Oh God, he you is, got it. it right, that's all you got. It. He is Thanos. But that's, that that's it, man. We're going to continue to talk. Villains and Vinyl, check us out. All podcasts, where they are listed. This is the Wrestler Show. Damn, we're we'll, going in on wrestling. We, shit. We'll be back next week. Well, right. we saw y'all liked it, so. Peace. Peace.